0: you so if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry you need to call 303-937-7070 right now start now and graduate in just eight months financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available call the colorado media school and reserve your seat call 303-937-7070
1: think of all the fantastic things dad has done for you Time to repay dad with the gift of relaxation at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Dad's Day Only at Five Wellbeing is June 16th and includes a deep tissue sports massage and other services all discounted 20%. Dad'll like that. He did teach you the value of money. The day also includes a craft beer tasting. Visit FiveWellbeing.com to book Dad's Day Only at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa.
2: Summer is coming and so is the heat. And at Best Way Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part? Best Way Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Best Way Insulation could save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808.
3: Best Way Insulation. KKSE. Parker. Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now.
4: All right, so what we're going to do is an experiment tonight because we are the Altitude broadcast crew, and we think that refereeing, officiating is rather easy. No low blows, nothing below the belt. Keep it clean. You guys ready? Time out,
5: what?
4: I'll be honest with you. I blacked out during that whole process. Yeah, that was our attempt last week to ref a uh, a basketball game. Now, albeit it was a uh, a rec league basketball game, but officiating is not nearly as easy as it looks. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on this gorgeous Tuesday morning here in the Mile City. Excuse my vocal cords. I've had some issues here the last few days as, uh, I welcome myself back. Thank you, James Marlet and, uh, HW for welcoming me back. Jesse Trujillo, Marty O, the entire staff is here. Fellas, how you doing?
6: Uh, great. It's nice to have the band back together. Uh, you know, I mean, I was kind of like Ringo. I kept showing up, but, uh, nice of you guys to return. Okay, at least I had
4: an excuse. I was a little under the weather. What HW what have you been doing?
6: Yeah, I had a good excuse. I
7: had a uh, a retirement party and a wedding. So I had a lot going on the last week. How few many days.
4: weddings do you attend? I mean, are you Italian? Italians have weddings every weekend. I've never seen anybody who has attended more weddings. You
6: you know, I shoot for 10 a summer. That's in, a good goal. In HW's defense, he is at that age. I remember being in that late 20s uh period where it's like it felt like I had a wedding every week. I was in a wedding. In it Three weekends in a row in three different cities. When I was that age. It's yeah, just that's the way it goes. Yeah. The way it goes.
4: Do you, uh, when you go to all these weddings then, um, you have to come gift in hand? Do you, do you have the registration? How does that work? Cause I have to attend a wedding here in a couple of weeks. And it's been a little while to be honest with you. Italian weddings are much different than non-Italian weddings. Uh, do you guys have the registration process down? How do you work with gifts? Yeah, we do the
7: registry. Although this past one, I looked and it was full, so I was told cash money was
4: the way to go. Wait, wait, you're being penalized because somebody beat you to the punch on buying goods? Yeah, it wasn't quick enough,
7: you know. But I had uh 50 bucks to the
6: black eyed pea line around, so I took care of it.
4: <laughs> okay, I'm surprised you didn't re-gift what I got you for your birthday.
6: The registry <laughs> thing is weird to me. Hey, here's the plates we want. Please buy them. Like, it's just odd. Well, what would you rather have? It makes it easy in my book. Cash. You don't have to We'll go buy much. plates. Yeah, but, I mean, at
4: least with an item, they go get it. You don't have to worry about having anything on hand.
6: Yeah, but don't you think it's weird for somebody's wedding to give them spatulas? Well, if that's or, what they
4: need. You here's know, when you, the mixer. when you first get married, you need everything. And then later in life, you're trying to get rid of everything.
6: Right, exactly. Works. Maybe I'm just, I'm like in this minimalist phase, like I just want to declutter. And I, all that stuff in the registry is mostly clutter. For those who listen, who came to my wedding, thank you. I appreciate the gifts, but it's just, it's all, it's odd to me. It's like the most random houseware stuff at Kohl's. I, I just, I don't get it. Well, did you register? Yeah, it was like a decade and a half ago. I mean, that's that's how we did things back then.
4: The items I have no need for, and I don't understand why the room exists in our home, to be totally blunt with you. It's a complete waste of space
6: and time. The dining room,
4: the official formal dining
6: room. Why does that even happen? Why ha- is that there? We have plates and wine glasses and everything just set on that table all the time. Like, who, who are we expecting a party of eight to come in tonight? And I can't remember. Need it? What are we doing?
4: I can't, honestly, can't remember the last time we used the dining room. We Maybe used it once or twice since we lived here 10 years. Once or twice. And it's probably the most expensive room in our
8: house.
6: Yeah. It's the only thing more useless is the formal living room. That's the, uh, oh, here's the couches we never sit on. Yeah, I would like to be you two when I grow up because I don't have either of these things. <laughs> I don't have a garage, now,
4: I don't have we, a dining uh, room, I don't have a living room. Yeah, we passed on the formal living room. I, I knew yeah. that, uh, that gone by years ago. So I don't have one of those. Any, any living arrangements we have, any couches, any living space we actually use. So, uh, what is this formal living room you
6: speak of and well, where do you have it in your house? I don't have one either. I'm with you. I, 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 I got ahead of the curve on this. I saw my this parents being, have one. Yeah, so do mine. And it's yeah. that spot like, you only sat in there when, like, the company that you really didn't know very well came, and you all sat there and had an awkward conversation. That's what the living room is for. Well, that's what it's there for. My, awkward my, mom conversations.
4: my mom would never allow anybody to sit there. So what's the point? Exactly. What is it, exactly. showroom? You work for American <laughs>
9: Furniture here?
6: It is up front, right? People come in. They see that room. It never gets uh, messy. It's like, oh, these guys got it together. And then you get to the back of the house, and there's the family room that's got, like, Hot Wheels all over the house. That's kind of how it works.
4: Guys, uh... We are going to talk sports this morning, albeit it's that time of year where there really isn't that much to talk about, not much on the tube. I spent the last few days watching college baseball, and it's going to be the subject of my piping hot take coming up, so I don't want to spend too much time on that. But what do you find yourselves doing this time of year when NBA finals are done, Stanley Cup finals are done, your baseball team has a day off, what do you do? What do you do with your hands?
7: Uh I'm waiting for the second season of Ozark to come out. Dude, last night I'm on Netflix. Like, give me something. Someone give me something. Like, I can't watch Meet the Parents for the 19th time.
6: I uh, I took the family out for frozen yogurt. You know, got some fro-yo. They've raised the prices. You know how much it was for five people to have frozen yogurt? What? Five? Let me think.
4: Five frozen 20 yogurt. 20 bucks. I'll say
6: $33. $25. Ooh. It was an even 50 ounces, and it's 51 cents an ounce. It mm-hmm. doesn't sound too bad to me. Call oh, me. my gosh. $25 for some gummy bears on some Froyo?
4: Why don't you do what normal people do and go to Dairy Queen instead of going to the ultra elite yeah, yogurt shop?
6: Fancy place. It's yeah. walkable. It's walkable.
4: Yeah. You got gonna watch Meet the Parents on Netflix.
6: Hey, you asked what I did to fill the time. I gave you the answer. Went to Froyo.
4: Okay. Uh, And by the way, you referenced uh, what to do on a night like last night. That is a perfect night. And I sent you guys the copy of the book that I'm currently reading. Perfect night to actually huddle up and read a book. And I felt like no angst, no need to do anything else. I didn't have to watch other sports because there's nothing going on that I really had to be there. It was a perfect night to read. I'm going to give you guys a book. That is going to change your lives. Trust me when I say it. Dale wow. Carnegie's famous book. I showed you a shot of it. Yeah. It's going to change your life. I can't believe it's taken me this long to read the book.
6: Uh, how to win friends and influence people. Yes. I, I, I'm, uh, should I be offended that you think I need that book? No, it helps us all. And okay. I actually, right.
4: as I was reading the book, I highlighted certain portions that you need to pay attention to. Uh, that actually I need to pay attention to. And it's a kind of book that you want to go back and reread a second time. Several times, to be honest with you. I'm going to give you the book. It will change the way we do this radio show. Guaranteed. Oh God, I can't wait. Yeah, yes.
7: I'm sure that's what everyone's Jeez. looking
4: for. In the meantime, if there is any news, it's big news right now.
9: What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? Big
10: news right now.
2: Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers
4: become lifetime customers every day. So I saw Kevin Durant, a uh, late-night show. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. And Jimmy asked him, did you feel at all sorry for J.R. Smith when he called that, that timeout in game one? And just the way he answered it makes him so unlikable. I'm sorry. Maybe it's just me. And he's like, no, I don't feel sorry for him. That's his problem. Just, come on, show some sympathy. Show some empathy. You just swept the dudes, man. Calm down, Kevin Durant. Anyway, Durant says he doesn't want to play in the NBA forever. Shocking. But his general manager says he'll pay him whatever his worth. Here's Bob Myers.
6: Uh, how about the length of the contract how big of a negotiation point do you think that'll be
9: whatever he wants
8: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you don't negotiate
6: <laughs> is your desire to get it as yeah, long I mean, as I've possible yeah i him for 10 years
9: look what he did for us last year i mean he did us a great service so he's earned the right to sign whatever deal he wants i just want him to sign a deal i want him to be happy and want him to know that we want him as long as he wants to be here he's earned that
4: You know, it's, it's interesting how Golden State operates. Their coach basically says, go get them. Now you can say what you want about Steve Kerr as a psychologist. I get it. I get it. He's, he's hitting the right button psychologically, but strategically, go get them boys. Give it to KD when the game's on the line. And the general manager is saying, Hey, if you guys want to stay together, then, you know, you got to give me a number that makes sense so I can put some people on the bench. How hard can it be to run Golden State? Really? How hard can it be to take a paycheck in the front office? at the Golden State Warriors. The Rockies are back in action tonight. Boy, do they need a bounce-back week. Things fell off big time, almost unraveled last week. They're in Philly tonight.
11: You know, these fellas are are major leaguers. They know uh, the importance of limited walks. we got to get to the point where, you know, all our group starts throwing
12: more consistent strikes.
13: It hasn't happened the last 10 days or
12: so.
4: Told you I watched a bunch of college baseball. And then the sound of the ping, just the pings left and right. Anyway, some crazy games. One of the craziest plays you'll ever see was last night. A walk-off home run, Florida over Auburn. A home run that was in the outfielder's glove and then ended up over the fence. Right field, Langworthy From one home to another, the Gators are going back to Omaha. I, I don't know if you guys saw that. It was crazy. It is actually in the pocket of the kid's glove, and as he was moving toward the fence, it popped out and went over. I mean, imagine the feeling that kid had. I got it. Now I don't.
7: Yeah, ESPN should give me a call because that was uh, that was awful. Uh, it was one of the craziest plays you'll ever see, and. I feel bad for the kid. I genuinely do. He's got a line drive to him in right field, and it's it's a routine play to some extent, and it hits his glove, it goes over the fence, season's over. Why should uh, ESPN give you a call? Because that Cause call the was description,
14: trash. The
4: description uh, of that play was pathetic. Oh. He didn't even reference the fact that the ball fell out of the glove.
6: Oh, Okay, I just was just making sure.
4: It was almost as bad as that ESPN call that said the, uh, who was it? Who won game one? Uh, the, the Cavs won game, one, game, game stuns
6: Golden State. Oh,
4: dude, exactly. my bad. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Uh, the Broncos begin minicamp today, which is different from OTAs. Minicamp is no longer volunteer, minicamp is mandatory. Still working that out. I actually texted DT, uh, like a week ago and I told him the, the dates I'm available. So, uh, we still gotta set that up. We're trying to set it up and, and they, everybody's talking about Texas, but I'm trying to set it up in like Arizona or something. Uh, the, the Mary's got some trainers out there, he got Phil, field, um, you know, and get an Airbnb or something like that and just go out there for like two or three days and throw the football around and just hang out and gain team chemistry. That's Emmanuel Sanders talking about what they'll do in this one month before training camp after mini-camp. They're going you know, it's funny. We worry so much about how the Broncos are going to spend their free time. Oh, my God. You know, they got a month before training camp. What are they going to do? Are they going to have organized activities on their own? Are they going to be in Houston throwing the ball around? Why do we care what these guys are doing with their vacation time? I've just always been curious about that. Do people care what I'm doing on my vacation next week? Are people looking at, oh, is Vic going to be – reading the newspaper and keeping on top of all the sports happening, why do we care if these guys are going to go throw the ball around?
6: Two things. One, uh am I to understand from that that they still haven't set up a passing camp? Yeah, they don't
4: cares? have one scheduled? I, okay. I don't care if they do or not. I don't care.
6: Okay. Well, we made a big to-do when Peyton led one. So, okay. The yeah. other thing, did you just sneak in and, and, and drop in there that you're on vacation again next week?
4: I didn't say I was on vacation next week.
7: You huh. did, yeah. I am as well. So have fun, Manchester.
4: No, I'm what? not on vacation next week. Well, that's what what you, am I? It's what what you am I, just HW said. here?
6: That's what you no. just said. I was just no, making I, sure I didn't miss I mean, something.
4: In, if I reference going on vacation, you know me. I don't do, like,
6: multiple vacations. That's why I was stunned by it. But you just said, do people care what I'm doing on my vacation next week? And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. No, well, just so you, you guys matter. know,
7: I've got an exhausting four days back in the office. So yeah, it's
4: going to be enough. Matter speaking, if I did do what young people do today and take a vacation every week. I was, man, just, yeah. I was
6: just confirming, Vic, that's yeah. all. But, yes, I am upset about this. Passing camp thing, and we can dive into it as the three oh, hours goes along. give me a break. I mean, these guys have one month off,
4: one month before oh, training camp starts, and yeah. we're soaking, con- oh, we better track them. We better make sure they're throwing the ball. We better make sure they're watching their way. Let them go live their lives. Calm yeah, down.
6: It's a grind in the offseason. Freak show Nicole. nerds. I'm sure. football nerds. <laughs> I'm sure uh Vaughn has just really been dealing yeah, with the grind. you know
4: what? Let them live a little
6: bit. Von you needs- live on your Do I do I track you every move on vacation? I'm sure these guys just need a little me time. No, I'm with them. Let them chill. I mean, they need a little, them, little right? me time cuz life of an NFL
4: player is tough. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Our piping hot takes coming right up. The three of us are back together again. My voice hurts. We're back.
13: Oh, they can't get them. The Cavaliers on the road stunning the Golden State Warriors in game 1. Tied at 107. My bad. Tied at 107. This hour
15: is brought to you by CDOT. Join the cannabis conversation. How do you feel about marijuana and driving? Is drug driving a problem? Join the cannabis conversation at ColoradoCannabisConvo.com. ColoradoCannabisConvo.com. Hey, it's Mark
5: Mosier to tell you about the anniversary sales event at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Your destination for the best deals in the state on over 300 Nissans. Lease a 2018 Nissan Rogue S all-wheel drive for only 178 a month for 36 months with nineteen ninety nine do due at signing. Get over to Larry H. He's Nissan 104 and Ford, then see Devin Schubert or online at lhm Nissan 104com Driven by you.
16: Last eight of inch fifty one forty four seventy one Stock number DN 1560. R P twenty $27,005. 12,000 level miles per year. 1999 due at signing OAC. Includes 599 dealer handling fee. Plus tax, 5-1 license, offer N7818.
9: Earnings
17: vary based on your effort.
18: To get two free tickets to THAN's workshop, call 1-800-900-6114. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of THAN's Money for Deals guide. That's one
10: 800 900 That's 1-800-900-6114. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today, gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, sports
4: fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know me by now. I like to remain active. I like to do my things, ride my bike, play golf, play hoops. Well, recently I've had trouble doing those things, and I went to Downtown's healthcare. Founded by Dr. Gary Rodenmacher, who's with us right now. Doctor, you've had this
14: place going since 1997, and it's very unique. Why? We offer uh, physical and regenerative medicine. So we basically, we took the best of the best. We took chiropractic, natural health care, added it with medical, and what we found is we get much better results.
4: So for my case, it was lower
14: back issues, and every two or three months they'd come back. You made sure that these pains go away. Absolutely. We're very thorough. We do a very thorough consultation evaluation. Um, it's very patient-specific. Once we find out what's going on, our team of providers will get together, and they'll put a game plan together for someone to get not only just get them pain-free, but to fix the underlying problem so that the person is more stable going forward and not having recurrences in their condition.
4: Downtown's Healthcare. There's an S in there.
19: Downtown'sHealthCare.com. Check it out. Saturday, June 23rd is the main event of the Rockies 25th anniversary season and it starts at 10.15am with a throwback replica jersey at the gates and a special photo day before the game with past and present Rockies. Go to rockies.com slash 25th to get your tickets.
3: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
20: Well, speeds are down right now. You're seeing stop-and-go traffic westbound I-70, 225 to Peoria and Quebec out through to Vasquez. Traffic is brought to you by Lowe's. Southbound 225, stop-and-go, I-lift to Yosemite, the usual slowdown. There is an accident at Federal and Evans. Stumped on what gift to get Dad this Father's Day? Shop Lowe's for craftsmen, tool sets, and more to make this Father's Day the best one yet. For the perfect gift this Father's Day, start with Craftsman Now at home at Lowe's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950
3: Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station Now, back to Vic Lombardi Did you see
4: this uh, lead story on the front of the Denver Post sports page here? James, did you get your sports page this morning?
6: I did, it was uh, was a little hidden, but uh, I searched around and I found it
4: You know, and this is one, uh, file this under, yeah, obvious to me in terms of what I would do the the uh the flap, the C-flap, what they're wearing now in Major League Baseball to protect their faces from getting hit by 95-mile-an-hour uh, fastballs.
8: Mm-hmm. Carlos
4: Gonzalez wears one. Chris Ionetta, Desmond Howard. It's that little extension that comes from the ear hole of the batting helmet across the face, essentially. And uh, they're wearing them so as if they get hit in the face, they're not walking out with uh, missing teeth. I'm surprised it took this long to come up with this technology. It's not that hard
6: what's the big deal here it, it does seem sort of like uh the no blank right like yeah no blank that's better uh that seems like a really good idea it's like a it's like a whole story 50 years ago on uh, you know these uh, face masks they put on the goalies helmets really help in prevent injuries well of course it is I mean it's just so obvious it's laughable
4: very much like in hockey when guys years ago started wearing the clear visor correct and guys yeah. were like ah oh, no <laughs> I can't, wait, you know, it fogs up, it's in the way, I can't see the ice. Now, everybody wears a visor. Everybody wears one pretty much. I mean, you can name, there aren't many that don't anymore, and I get it. I, I, I don't understand, well, if I played any game like that, I'd go full, you give me a full Knights outfit, I don't care. I'm protecting myself.
6: Yeah, give me the armor.
4: I mean, the helmet has the C-flap. Some of these catchers refuse to wear cups. Hey man, if you get hit in the face with a hundred mile an hour fastball, and you're not wearing
6: a protective C flap. I'm sorry, that's on you a little bit. I that's, that's on you. I don't have a problem with the the helmet and the C flap. I do have a problem with the guy who comes up there, and it takes him seven minutes to take off his gear after he gets walked because he's got the elbow protector, the knee protector, the shin protector. It's like, dude, if you're gonna dig in and crowd the plate, do it without armor on. Yeah. That, that come on. Bob Gibson would a year hold you anyway. Well, Barry Bonds used to do that.
4: I saw right. a great, speaking of Netflix, by the way, here's one you should watch, because I watched a whole lot of Netflix during my ill time over the weekend. Great documentary called Fastball. Have you guys seen that?
6: No, mm. I have not.
4: I've okay. been busy with Money Heist. Great. Have you done that one yet? I haven't seen that, but I did see Evil Genius on your recommendation. What a weird group that was. Yeah. Oh my God. I, that's is that the one Manchester's? Yes, that's so oh, okay. the
6: one with the collar that they put on the bank robber guy, right? Yes, yes. That
4: was flat out weird, uh-huh. that old doc. But fastball, uh, from a sports perspective is fabulous, fantastic. And let me just for those who probably will never see it, let me get to the get to the punchline here. It's about the era of baseball heaters and how power pitchers have dominated the game since the game began. And the early rendition of power pitchers. All right. So you can go all the way back to when they first started throwing the ball to, you know, Nolan Ryan, Bob Feller. He was a power pitcher. Obviously in this day and age, Araldus Chapman dazzled everyone with his and they've always tried to measure the speed of the baseball and they never really got it down right. They, they tried these weird tactics. Uh, back in the day, Bob Feller threw a ball and as he released it, they had a motorcycle. Riding alongside, racing the ball to its target. That's how they timed it. Mm -hmm. With a friggin' motorcycle. Okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, how accurate could they possibly be? You know, Walter Johnson, the great big train Johnson, he was considered the very first power pitcher. Anyway, this documentary is enlightening. Can you tell me, based on science and how they document all these speeds, who the fastest pitcher ever lived was? Who hit the highest miles per hour on a fastball? What do you Johnson? think it is? Bob Feller. Uh close. It was not Bob Feller. It uh and it was not Araldus Chapman who hit 105 once. When 105 got on the radar gun, everybody said, "Well, this guy's throwing it harder than anybody in the history of the game." Wrong, because radar guns today are much more accurate than they were 20, 30, 40 years ago. So when they did all of the accounting for the old radar guns, they found that the fastest pitch ever thrown, Nolan Ryan 108 miles an hour. Jeez. Wow. Bob Feller, number two, 107 miles an hour. Yes, Bob freaking Feller, World War Two. That's how long ago. And the dude was throwing a buck 07. And then you could bring the rest of the guys in line. That's how fast he was throwing the pill.
6: And the guys were digging in with no helmet and no C-flap.
4: Fabulous documentary. you got to watch It's called Fastball. Let's get to it. Our piping hot takes. I
3: am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station and the Vic Lombardi show present piping hot takes. It's Vic's hot take. So with all this time on my
4: hands, and I don't like time on my hands, mind you. It bothers me to have all that time. Don't know what to do with it. I watched a ton of television and a flat out ton of college baseball. Boy, that Mississippi State story was inspiring, the way they got to the College World Series. We told you about the Florida finish and that ball that was caught and then given up over the fence. The Cal State Fullerton-Washington Super Regional the other night, late night, late Sunday night, that was pure drama that unfolded on ESPN2. I love the collegial nature of the sport. I've been to the College World Series several times when I covered University of Texas Baseball in the early 90s. And going to the College World Series, one of the more unique events around. It just is. Unless you've experienced it, you wouldn't know what I'm saying here. I've seen the plans. But it is really cool. It just is. It's the high-scoring games. The music that blares between at-bats. The fans that are ultra into it. The dugouts that get excited. The little chants, the little fun they have in the dugouts as the guys are at bat. I mean, again, it's different from Major League Baseball. Those are the minor differences that make it unique. And it got me to thinking, as I'm watching all of these college baseball games, random teams playing, I don't have any real interest in these teams, I asked myself this, why doesn't CU, DU, CSU, why don't these schools here locally have varsity baseball anymore? I did a little research on it, and we all know all three schools did at one point. In fact, DU had a team. In 1973, DU's varsity baseball team lost to ASU, Arizona State, in the NCAA Finals. They were pretty damn good. They dropped the program in 1997. CU had a team, a team that was coached at one point by Irv Brown, the great Irv. They dropped the program in the mid-80s. CSU had a team. It's only club now and they're pretty dominant in club baseball. They've, uh, they've won the club national championship six times up in Fort Collins. They dropped the program in 1981. Why don't either of those schools have college varsity baseball? I don't want to hear this cold weather crap because it's cold in Nebraska. It's cold in Minnesota. Hell, it's cold in Greeley. UNC can field a team. All it keeps coming back to is money and Title IX. Because if you field a baseball team, then you have to field... The same amount of scholarships for a women's program. Now, I don't want to get into the whole Title IX debate this morning, but are we still a slave to this rule, this law? Are we still a slave to it to say that we can't have college baseball in this state when every Pac-12 school has a baseball team except Colorado? Is it because of Title IX or is that just a convenient excuse? What is the real reason our schools don't play collegiate baseball? Because I know this, I'd watch the hell out of it. If you gave me CU, DU, or CSU playing college baseball right now in some sort of super regional, I'd be watching. Hell, I watched college softball. When those tournament games were going on, I thought it was exciting. It was fun. Why don't we have these games? Why don't we have these teams? It's just worth the question. And that's my hot take. Next.
3: It's HW's Hot Take.
7: I'll keep it brief, uh, but I want to say this. I, James, I know you and Josh Dover did this show yesterday and you talked a lot about LeBron James to Denver and you guys coined Mountain Goat. Am I correct?
6: Yes. Yeah. Well, we, I think it was the texter that uh, suggested it, but I took it and ran with it. Yeah, Mount, Mountain Goat.
7: Mountain Goat. And I'm just sick and tired of the, the national media sitting here on Sports Center saying, well, he's going to go to Philly or Houston or San Antonio or the Lakers or the Clippers or he's going to stay in, uh, stay in Cleveland. Why not Denver? It's the best fit from a basketball standpoint that I can find. Maybe Philly. Maybe. I don't think Boston can afford him. and I don't think he'd be a fit, and I don't think he wants to play with Kyrie Irving again. But you know what? If it's our little secret that LeBron James could be interested in Denver, Colorado, that's fine with me. Let ESPN tell you that it's going to be Team X, Y, or Z and not even mention the Nuggets, because when the Nuggets get their meeting, they can woo LeBron James to Denver, Colorado. Next hot tape. It's Manchester's Hot Take.
6: So with Broncos' uh, mandatory minicamp starting today, Josh Tover and I yesterday uh, kind of facetiously came up with our list of here's the stories you're going to get out of Dove Valley. They just write themselves. You know what they're going to be. Number one on that list was Case Keenum takes the leadership role. Last year we didn't have a guy. Now we have a guy. Yesterday, just after noon local time, pro football talk, Case Keenum takes leadership, reigns in Denver front page of my denver post sports today five things to watch during minicamp number one Keenum connections here we go we're getting it crammed down our throat shelby harris tailing us, this you have one guy that you can look toward like this is our guy don't get me wrong i thought trevor was a great quarterback blah 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 last year it was the whole up op- opposite side of this equation it was competition's great this is good they're gonna push each other it's just a bunch of gobbledygook you gotta get yourself through the minutia of these stories that are getting crammed down our throats and look at what's really happening. And here we are for the third straight off season. Every offseason since Peyton Manning retired, the Broncos' quarterbacks and receivers have failed to get together during the offseason and have their own passing camp. Is it a big deal? Eh, it's open for debate, but it does seem to be something that they can't get on the same page about. They can't figure out how to make their schedules work. They can't find a location that is suitable for everyone. Huh. When Peyton Manning was the quarterback and they had a true leader, somehow everybody got to Duke. Since then, when we got Trevor Simeon crammed down our throat and now Case Keenum crammed down our throat and everybody told us what great leaders they were, they weren't able to figure out how to get this on the agenda. Read between the lines, people. All this stuff about takes the leadership reins. Is a bunch of nonsense,
4: and you know what else is a bunch of nonsense? Us trying to talk about whether or not an off-season camp, voluntary camp, means anything. It doesn't mean a damn thing. Yes, you it guys
6: does. Are totally overlooking this. Yes, really it does. It's the ability to, to just this. get on the same page. That's what it means. It means everybody's it got the same goal, and they're they're more they're they're more concerned about having a good season than making sure they get one more trip to Vegas in. It's all about priorities. And the Broncos, quarterbacks, and receivers now for three straight years have had priorities in the wrong place. When Peyton Manning was the quarterback... Their priorities were in the right place. That's called leadership.
4: I look forward to your next vacation when you have a week off, rather than going to Vegas or wherever you have planned to go. I want you to spend that week in front of a microphone just working on enunciation. When was week 17? When was their last game? When
21: was their last game? You You act like
6: this is the only week
4: they have off. I get it. I get it. But, James, I'm going to hold you accountable, though. You've
6: got to become a better broadcaster. Fine.
4: Your next vacation, if you're not reading all day, reading the Street and Smiths report and working on proper enunciation. I'm going to call you out
6: fine you know what I will I will be done Thursday I will come back July 28th Mm -hmm. and during that time those 6 weeks I will squeeze in 3 days of reading will that satisfy you (laughs) because that's what I'm asking for and you know what you can even tell me where you'd like me to go for those 3 days you can say come to Phoenix and sit next to HW and read and I'll say I can squeeze that into my 6 weeks of doing nothing Vic no problem
4: Nobody said it better than one of our texters when I when I brought up the notion that these little unorganized or these little activities that are held by certain players away from the facility in the off season they're way overrated. In fact, one guy just on the text line will says, "Yeah, um, he referenced your boy Akeeb Tlaib. You can actually get shot in the ass in the off season and still make old pro." Very good point. Not bad. Very good point. So, how necessary are they? The off season is overrated. The season starts in training camp. Calm down, everybody. When we come back, your reaction are hot takes. And I do want to jump on that topic a little bit. I want to get your thoughts. Is it really Title Nine that's stopping these colleges from starting up college baseball again? And am I going overboard? Do we really need another sport? Am I just again? Am I that guy that's looking in the window? At the, uh, at the mannequin wearing the nice outfit saying, I gotta have it now because I'm watching the college baseball games on ESP and I'm saying, damn, that's fun. Why doesn't issue why don't they have teams? They should have teams. Why don't they have teams? Don't you want teams? You got the Vic Lombardi show.
22: You know breaks plus are the break experts. Come experience the plus. From oil changes, clutch repair, to timing belts, we do it all. Get your vehicle road trip ready. Mention this ad and get an oil change starting at $26.99. Plus, we offer a free brake inspection. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Family owned and operated for over 27 years.
18: When America says give me a break, America comes to Brakes
8: Plus.
13: Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career, and they have everything you need right where they are, MRIs, surgery, There's a
2: lot of chatter going on about vaccines these days. And the hard part is, it's almost impossible to tell fact from fiction. So we're going to give it to you straight. When you immunize your child, they're good. They're protected and ready to live life the way every child should. Respect the facts. Protect your child. Immunize. Brought to you by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station.
1: Where do you go for a flippin' awesome good time? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Cities of Gold Casinos. Buffalo Thunder has the best live entertainment all summer long, including Uncle Cracker, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Artrageous, and Dueling Pianos. And every Saturday in June, win a GMC Terrain and your share of over half a million dollars. Book your Santa Fe getaway at buffalothunderresort.com. Now that's a flippin' awesome good time.
3: At Buffalo Thunder
2: the Colorado Rapids take on Chicago Fire on June 13th at 7 p.m. at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Badgie delivers! A burgundy wave here! Celebrate the start of soccer's biggest tournament with the Bud Cup kickoff tailgate pack. And a fantastic save from Tim Howard! Starting at just $20, get a ticket to the game, a Budweiser and a hot dog. Oh, he has made it
11: three, you know! The hat trick for Dominic
2: Badgey!
21: Go to coloradorapids.com. you do with your $5,000 bonus. First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15,38 an hour. $15,38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City.
3: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
20: An accident clearing on 23rd Ave, just east of I-25. 23rd is blocked at last check. I-25 not really affected with that. Traffic is brought to you by Zequal Pure Z's, an accident clearing westbound Boulder Turnpike at McCaslin and southbound 225 to southbound I-25 activity with an accident. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequal Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next day grogginess. News equal pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
3: The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. <coughs> Call 303- 753-0950 to join the show. What is the real reason our
4: schools don't play collegiate baseball? Because I know this. I'd watch the hell out of it. If you gave me CU, DU, or CSU playing college baseball right now in some sort of super regional, I'd be watching. Hell, i I watched college softball when those tournament games were going on. I thought it was exciting. It was fun. Why don't we have these games? Why don't we have these teams? It's just worth the question. Well, you know, two of the schools really, to be honest with you, CU being in the Pac 12 and every Pac 12 school has baseball except CU. That one is to me stunning. I, how could, how could the Pac 12 allow CU to do that? I mean, you're just not going to show up. You're not going to feel the team. Was this, field day? And then DU, which prides itself on sort of the non-revenue sports, the non-majors. You know, they don't have a football program at DU, obviously. So they do the hockey thing, the lacrosse thing, the soccer thing. I think college baseball at the varsity level would be perfect at DU. What are they thinking? What is stopping these schools?
6: DU is the most likely to do it because they don't have to deal with uh, offsetting a football team with uh, – Women's sports scholarships in an equal number. So they're the most, they're the most likely to do it. They also though don't have the revenue that comes with having a football program. So that mm-hmm. does make it difficult. But I mean, it, that's why CU doesn't have a baseball team. They don't have s- baseball. They don't have wrestling. They don't have gymnastics. They don't have men's tennis. They don't have any of those why? things. Why? Because they have a football program so- and you, you have to have it. So here's, here's how Title IX essentially works. Whatever your percentage of makeup is of the student body, that's the same percentage of scholarships you have to have. So, and I don't know what it is right now, but back in the day, see, it was like 52% female, 48% male. So your total scholarships, 52% of them have to go to females, 48% of them have to go to males. Well, your 48% that go to males when there's 80 football players under a scholarship, that means there has to be like 82 females that are under scholarship okay. for something. So.
4: Before I, before I attack title nine and i don't I don't want to go full attack mode yet i'm gonna ask you how does ucla do it then how does arizona how does arizona state do it they have all the same teams the the buffs have what's the difference
6: i don't know what their endowments are and what their funding is and what their i mean that's it's all about dollars it's all about whether or not you can raise enough money through the football program have you usually been, have, have to, you been to pay to, for it
4: have you been to the campus lately are you telling me that cu is short on money have you been have you been to the CU campus in the last 4 or 5 the years?
6: School having money is different than the athletic programming okay. program having money. Okay. Have you money. been to the athletic program facilities lately? Are you telling me they're short on money? Well, there's also different rules at different schools. You you know what it costs to go there. At CU, the athletic program has to essentially have enough money to pay the school tuition for every kid that's on scholarship, that's how it works. At other schools, they don't do that. It's The, 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 the athletic program doesn't have to pay the school for scholarships; they just get to
4: the go val- there. You know the biggest fallacy, though, in varsity sports when it comes to these schools, it's that every player's on scholarship. You realize that at DU, not every lacrosse player has a scholarship. In college yes. baseball, you know that like 11 of the players are on scholarship; that they divvy them out. The Scholarship—that's for football, maybe for basketball, yes. But for these other sports, full scholarship full rides, they're not exactly full rides. They say they are, they're not.
6: No, I believe me. I know. I mean, gymnastics, they get quarter scholarship. Yes. I mean, they So they...
4: what's So don't give me this Title IX is a law that was in place and I understand the value of it. I really do at the core. I get it. I really do. But let's let's put that aside and say what sports At certain universities are going to generate revenue that can sort of self, that are self-sufficient. At the University of Connecticut, what do you think the most sufficient sport is at the University of Connecticut?
6: Women's basketball. Men's and women's basketball.
4: Women's basketball is the most self-sufficient sport on campus, more so than men's basketball. Kudos to Gino Ariema and that program. Guess what? They are king of the hill. Best program on campus. A women's sport.
6: Congratulations. I watch it. I watch the hell out of it. Good stuff. Well, and at DU, the most uh, self-sufficient sport is hockey. There are very few uh, universities in the country that you can say that. Good about. for them. Good job. So. That's how it should work. Well, it, but that, those are aberrations, Vic. How many other, how many other schools? Name me another school where women's basketball is the most self-sufficient sport on campus?
4: I know a lot of schools where women's basketball is vastly popular. When I worked down at the University of Texas, the women's team under Jody Conrad... They got as many fans as the men's teams.
6: The the women's volleyball team at the University of Nebraska is probably self sufficient. The women's with their volleyball
4: team at CSU. The point
6: I'm getting. I can name at. you a hundred football programs Great. that are self sufficient. But right, I get on the it. baseball
4: front, you say
7: you'd watch the hell out of a super regional with CU, CSU, or DU. Yeah. Are you really going to watch the hell out of them in uh in April? No, you're not. You're jealous right now that you're on ESPN and exactly. it's Florida
4: Auburn. You want to you're see exact- CU? I'm looking at the shiny object and I want some. You're right. exactly right. How many? How All I, I say is, there's a lot. There's so much baseball talent in our state. You guys realize that every year there's a lot of talent that goes elsewhere, and we let them go elsewhere willingly. CU is in a conference where baseball's huge, huge.
6: USC, UCLA. Yeah, they all all have something in common. They're warm weather weather locales. Nebraska's not warm weather. Minnesota's not warm weather. And again, they're exceptions. They're exceptions.
4: What do you mean exceptions? There's all kinds of cold weather schools
5: that play baseball.
6: No, the vast majority of baseball teams, and certainly the power programs, are southern schools. The vast majority of them. They
4: have an advantage. Yes, they do. But it doesn't mean you cannot play baseball in cold weather climates. And Denver's different. We always tout ourselves as having a... You know our weather, our winters not nearly as nasty as well, it is in the
6: Midwest. Anybody who's had a kid play spring sports, whether it's soccer or baseball, knows it is a miserable existence of sitting out in cold, windy, crappy weather. And there's so many games that get rescheduled that you're playing into July because you didn't get anything in in April. That's
4: how it works. Well, I'm here to tell you, I think Title Nine has done wonders for the equity and equality of college sports, but it's now it's gone too far to the point where it's it's not good. It's not healthy, in, in my opinion, well, that this state does not have Division One baseball at CU, DU, or CSU.
6: Title, I think that's wrong. Title Nine is a great thing that just needs to be tweaked. There's a reason why, like you watch the Olympics, the U.S. women's teams are the best teams in the world. There's a reason for it. It all traces back 40 years to Title Nine. So the opportunities that have been created by it uh ha- have been phenomenal, but... Football throws the numbers off because it's a sport that has so many more players uh, but, but, than any but every other sport. Time,
4: every time you bring that up, I make reference to Oregon State. You tell me that Oregon State has more money than CU? That they can afford baseball and CU can't? Oregon freaking State, James?
6: Come on. But CU has misplaced what? priorities.
4: They do. Well, okay, you tell me. There. There it they is. They do. There it is. You just hit it. What about CSU?
6: I don't know CSU's situation in terms of why they don't. What about DU? What about DU? Do I don't know DU's do situation.
4: Okay. The point I'm getting at, if you're a graduate of any of these colleges, and then listen, you know, you could you could hate baseball, but why do certain sports take priority over others? Why? 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 I don't
8: baseball know. Baseball
4: is
6: baseball, man. Iowa State's it, big on wrestling. I don't know. Things just become big in certain parts of the country.
4: Oregon State has a college varsity baseball program. Oregon State is not known for its facilities. It's not known for its large endowment. It's not known for its baseball, and yet they have one. And CU doesn't.
6: Well, we've huh. sent we've sent more guys to the moon. <laughs> there you go.
8: There
4: you go. I, you Always you,
6: comes back to the
4: moon. You keep talking about the damn moon. <laughs> this is a sports show. I'm talking about the Super Regionals. That's what I want. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's altitude 950.
12: Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires
0: digging.
1: Thanks 811 for helping me plant my new garden.
0: I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811.
1: Our new swing set is really being enjoyed. Thanks, 811.
12: The service is free and easy, and within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Underground utility lines such as water, electric, natural gas, and cable TV are everywhere. Having them marked before you dig can prevent injuries or potential fines. Make it really easy. Download the free 811 app. The app allows you to enter your address, select the work you'll be doing, and submit your locate request in one quick and easy step. Click or call 811 before you dig and visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811 the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station.
5: Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to a $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started, and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303 That's 303-695-7000, or AmericanFinancing.net. And
20: Plus, 182334, regulated by the Division of Real
17: Estate. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand & Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at brannon onecom That's B-R-A-N-N-A. A-N, the number onecom Summer is coming and so is the heat. And at Best
2: Way Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part: Best Way Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Best Way Insulation could save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Best Way Insulation. 303-469-0808
5: Hey, it's Mark Bossier to tell you about the anniversary sales event at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th Your destination for the best deals in the state on over 300 Nissans Lease a 2018 Nissan Rogue S all-wheel drive for only 178 a month for 36 months With nineteen ninety nine. Do 99 due signing Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and see Devin Schubert or online at LHMNissan104.com Driven by you
1: think of all the fantastic things dad has done for you Time to repay dad with the gift of relaxation at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Dad's Day Only at Five Wellbeing is June 16th and includes a deep tissue sports massage and other services all discounted 20%. Dad'll like that. He did teach you the value of money. The day also includes a craft beer tasting. Visit FiveWellbeing.com to book Dad's Day Only at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa.
3: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
1: An accident clearing on
20: 23rd Ave, just east of I-25. 23rd is blocked at last check. I-25 not really affected with that. Traffic is brought to you by Zequal Pure Z's, an accident clearing westbound Boulder Turnpike at McCaslin and southbound 225 to southbound I-25 activity with an accident. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequal Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next day grogginess news equal pure z's i'm chris mclaughlin with traffic on altitude 950
3: altitude 950 denver's all sports station now back to Vic lombardi
4: I'm sure hw heard this at one of the weddings he attended here recently we're going to get to that momentarily welcome back to the Vic lombardi show on this gorgeous tuesday morning Man, the relief yesterday of only having a temperature in the 80s, considering the high 90s. Now, I'm not going to be that guy. The heat doesn't bother me. Bring it on. Whatever. Uh, what does bother me is uh, some of the reasons coming forth on why uh, the major universities in this uh, in this fine state do not play varsity baseball. And, and I don't get it. And I don't know why we're spinning our wheels. Are we stupid? Don't answer that question. Yes, we, we're stupid. Here we are asking why. Why don't we, HW, just get one of these decision-makers on the air? Next break, call Rick George at CU, or one of his uh, associates. Let's call uh, Joe Parker at CSU. Let's get one of the ADs on the air, and we will simply ask the question, what is stopping CU, CSU, and DU from bringing back Varsity Baseball? Let them answer the question.
6: Okay, my guess is going to be... A combination of Title IX, weather, and facilities. That's gonna be, that's gonna be the answer.
4: Great. Every school in the Pac-12 faces those same obstacles and they manage to get it done.
6: Well, they don't, they don't all face weather. It's nicer in Tucson in April than it is in Boulder. How about
4: Utah? Utah's got a baseball team. Okay. And a
8: football
6: team. And a
4: lacrosse team.
6: They don't all face it. They have, they, some of them do. But
4: for every, you know, you bring up all these major obstacles. It's, it's it's crap.
7: It's artificial. Mm. But Vic, I'm gonna go back to what I said to you last segment. You're just grumpy bear about this because you watched Florida and Auburn last night. You're mad CU doesn't have a team. No. I don't I'm, think CU would exactly have the support in March for their opener no, against. I, Metro I'm grumpy State. bear.
4: I'm grumpy bear because the excuse is always Title Nine. Well, I wanna dig a little deeper. Why? Why? And somebody on the text line says, Vic blaming Title Nine for no baseball at CU is comical. Too many special shots in his Starbucks this morning. If it's not Title Nine, what is it? Is it simply money? You mean to tell me that CU doesn't have somebody in its endowment fund, somebody in its booster program that would not help finance college men's varsity baseball? You know the answer to that question. You know it. So what is it then and why? Explain it to me. Genius?
6: Or who are you calling yeah, genius? N- none me? of us
4: are fighting you on
7: this. The text- I'm just saying, the texture. The this, texture. Is, this is a June 12th conversation. I don't think come uh April 2022, 20 you're going to really be giving us the CU baseball well, preview on these airways.
4: I, I, think I if- don't care, dude. I don't care that much about the damned game. I, I, I'm trying to make a point here. There are a lot of high school baseball players in this state, and I know a ton of them, who go play collegiately elsewhere. You know why? Because they have to. Why? Why? My my, my kid's friend just got drafted in the fourth round by the Tampa Tampa Bay Rays. Just got drafted out of Tulane. He had to leave the state. Why? Another friend of mine went to Arizona last year. Got drafted by the Rockies. Why?
6: Well, I I, I, I think you got to go back and look at, well, why did the programs originally go away? I mean, CU dropped the sport in 1980. Colorado State dro- dropped it in 1992, and DU followed suit in 1995. I have my figure
4: show me that Colorado State dropped it in 81.
6: Well, I'm being told 1992 in the article I'm reading, and it was written okay. by Mark Knutson, who played at CSU. Okay, perhaps he's right. And then Wyoming and DU both got rid of their programs in 1995. Okay. But to see, we got to go back to what was happening in 1980 that forced CU to drop their programs. Title Nine. Okay. So why is, why is it that not the answer to, then?
4: The, that's what I need somebody to explain to me, which is why HW during the next break, I need to get one of these ADs on the air and I want to find out. Is Title IX antiquated? Should we tweak it? I think it's ridiculous.
6: I mean, it was put into effect in 1972, so it's older than me. That's old. It's 40, it's a 45 year old law, almost 46. So I get why they why it went into place back then. I do. Um, it was actually enacted and or you know originally approved in 1964. It became in effect in 1972. Here, here's it was a what different landscape back Listen, there for female sports.:
4: Here's what it comes down to. People wonder, why am I so concerned about this? It's not going to change my life. I don't care. but it, it to me, it makes me mad because it's all about what are we going to watch? Why do these schools spend so much money? On sports that nobody really watches or cares about, you know what I'm saying? There's so many ancillary sports at our universities that they feel that I'm like, who cares? What? Why do they ignore sports that are popular?
6: Because sports that, that, it's not. Why? They don't make the decision based on that. They, then who makes the decision? They make the decision based on. I mean, what do you think that the that University of Colorado would rather have: a men's baseball team or? Women's golf. I don't know. Pick a sport. They they have to have it. They have to have it because they have to make those numbers match. They have to offset football. That's just the reality of it. Okay, but then how does UCLA
4: do it? How does Arizona do it? They have as UCLA and Arizona have more sports than Colorado. How do they do it?
6: Colorado doesn't have a whole lot of sports. Their list of total sports is fairly paltry. Okay, how do the other schools do it, James? I don't know. They spend more money on sports. <laughs> okay. That's how they do it. They spend okay. more money.
4: Well, they spend some damn money. But, but I there's also, money to be
6: spent up there. I I I paid thirty two grand a year. Okay. And so for every kid on the CU football team, the way I understand it, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, the way I understand it, the athletic program has to write a check for thirty two thousand dollars to the to the uh, to the school. So you have eighty kids. That's a lot of money. So you have yeah. to do that for every single one of them at UCLA. I don't know that they have to write a check from the athletic department to the uh administration for Josh Rosen. I don't know and then, that. And if do you they do don't it it's a big difference. How,
4: how do they do it at UCLA? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a I don't It's a state I'm, school just like CU's a state. But school. they
6: don't all operate under the same rules. They don't. I know they change, that for a okay, fact.
4: change the damn rules. I don't, whatever, whatever rule, take the marijuana money, spend the marijuana money on these scholarships,
6: I don't care. It's why I say it's misplaced priorities. See, you could very easily just decide, you know what, we're not going to make the athletic program pay us for the scholarships, the money they raise, the money they bring in Mm -hmm. can go toward their facilities and travel and, and funding other sports. We're going to decide as an institution that having uh, good athletic programs and more athletic programs is good marketing for the school. So therefore, we're not going to charge them thirty-two thousand dollars for every student athlete. They could decide to do that. They don't. They don't. So that, yeah, yeah. but that that hamstrings you. If you've got three hundred kids that are scholarship athletes that you have to pay thirty-two thousand dollars for, that's a lot of money that you can't spend on other stuff. And if the other schools don't have to do that. Well they have an advantage. They have yeah. a distinct advantage. Every dollar they bring in instead of writing and I, what's what's 32 times what's 32,000 times 300. I don't know, it's millions of dollars. That's money CU has to spend just trading checks within their own school that Utah can put toward their programs, toward their facilities. Like it that's a distinct advantage. Whatever dude. <laughs> well you can't say whatever. Okay. If, if, if you, if you, you have, have to- you're, you're resigned to say it's okay. No, no. Here's you're you're what fine it is. with it. Here's what it is. It's two buddies that go out at, at, at night, right? And one guy has to pay rent, his own cable bill, his own paper, his own car, his own insurance. The other guy lives at home, and his parents pay for all of that. Which okay. guy you think's gonna pick up the bar tab? Here's the difference. Here's the difference though. One set of parents makes that
4: decision to do what they do. That, that's our fault. That's our legislative. Agreed. Thought. We then, Agreed. Then let's change the damn rules.
6: Uh, that's a conversation to have then. I think it's a silly rule. It's a ridiculous rule. Yeah,
4: I don't understand why it's there. Let's get an AD on the air. HW, I'm serious. I want Rick George or Joe Parker on our airwaves before the end of the show. I need to ask these questions. I will send maybe, the text out. Yes, maybe sure by it, the end of the conversation, I'll be like, "Oh, okay, yeah. I was a dummy."
7: I'm sure they have their reasons, but I also don't know if they want to come on and get peppered about why they don't have a baseball team. It's but I will reach fault. out.
4: It's not their fault. They're they're playing under the rules that James just laid out. I'm not trying to blame the ads. You think the ad? You think Rick George walks in and says, oh, "I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep baseball from coming back." That's not the. That's
6: not the. Qu- they have to work under the guise of these rules. I get it. They're stupid rules. That I would agree with you on. And, look, this has been five years plus that I wrote a story about this, and it was probably in In July. July. yeah. So maybe it's changed since then. I'm just telling you off the top of my head on a five- or six-year-old story, that's how I remember it, where certain programs within the Pac-12 didn't have to do that, Mm -hmm. and CU does, and it hamstrings them financially.
4: You know, this is making me laugh. The folks on the text line, uh, are you paying attention to what's happening around you? Mike writes in, I'll give you three reasons why there's no baseball at CU. Number one, number two, number three, money, money, money. Have you been up there recently? Have you seen the amount of money that's been earmarked for facilities to improve the facilities? Have you been to CSU recently? Have you, have you walked their new football stadium on campus? The amount of money that's been given to the athletic program for that. Don't tell me money is the reason. You know better than that. Money can be raised. It's a, it's an issue of raising that money for whatever specific
6: well, sport you want. It is a little bit of an issue. I mean, and it, this is a three year old s- study, but USA Today, Colorado had the 50th highest revenue of athletics, 77 million. Texas A&M was first at 194 million. That's a big, dis- that's a big disparity. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's a, that's a big, big, big difference. Oregon, yeah. 111 million. UCLA, 98 million. Arizona State 94 million, Arizona 85 million, California 81 million, Utah 79 million. They're all above Colorado and they're all in the same conference.
4: All right. Um, sorry we had to jump all over power five. Let's do power five when we come back and we'll wait an extra segment for our list of all lists. When we return our power five question of the day, fresh off HW's latest wedding venture, your favorite wedding songs coming right up. Altitude
3: 950, Denver's All Sports Station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids.
23: Coming up Wednesday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on the Chicago Fire. Kickoff is at seven o'clock. With Connor Cape on the call. Oh! KKS Parker
3: Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all sports station. Altitude nine fifty. Now back to Vic Lombardi. All
4: right, listen. I, I I keep going back to this, and I'm sorry. Some of the text coming in, I I just I can't tolerate it. This text from two two eight five. Baseball is a losing money sport. Football isn't. You put money into what makes you money. Are, are you crazy? Do you know how many sports lose money at the collegiate level? Do you think baseball is the only sport? I mean, you you got that list of all the sports in front of you, James. How many of those sports at CU actually make money besides football and basketball?
8: Well,
6: and, and I would you know want to see the numbers to see that CU men's basketball actually makes money. They they had some pretty paltry crowds this year, but. Uh, here's the sports. Men's basketball, maybe. Women's basketball, I'd guess no. No. Cross country, men's and women's, no.
4: No. Foot- no other sport makes money outside Foot- of men's football. football stop.
6: Football, yes. Men's golf, women's golf, lacrosse. No,
4: no, 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 skiing, no, no, and no.
6: Soccer, tennis, no, track and no, field, no, volleyball. No, no, no,
4: So, no. <laughs> so, uh, stop this. Go to a game. Figure it out. <laughs> stop it. Outside of football, And in some programs, men's basketball, and in some programs, women's basketball, no sport makes money. Go to a game. Figure it out. Don't have to be a genius to see that. It's not about making money at the gate.
6: It's about your commitment to that sport. You you hit the word. It's that word. It's commitment. It's priorities. And, And is it wrong that CU's priority isn't athletics? I mean, is that is that wrong? Well, in some eyes, it's the right thing to do. I
4: get it but i'm we run a sports show here i'm not doing the smooth I understand this is an that. npr
6: i understand and we're that. not doing
4: an astrophysics segment this is a sports talk show i want to see sports the versatility and priority on sports sorry
6: i'm i'm with you but if you look at the number of sports they have at nebraska as an example it's i mean it's through the roof they have a ton more sports but is that that's not a better school no I mean dude they have their women's sports include this isn't Nebraska beach volleyball bowling and rifle okay how do they do it they generate a lot more revenue there's nothing to do in Nebraska besides go to football games. And I guarantee you they're set up athletically between the, uh, athletic and the academic side of things is different financially.
4: See, I'm not going to talk about the private schools because a private endowment fund is, com- you know, Notre Dame, Stanford, those schools, they have them all. They do it all. I'm not going to, I'm just going to talk strictly about state run public schools. That's the only comparisons we have. DU, for example, in my opinion, DU, which has done very well for itself in lacrosse, hockey, some of these other Non, you know, traditional sports. There's no reason DU shouldn't have a baseball team. None, in my mind. Now they're going to beg to differ. Now you tell me. You tell me. You're recruiting kids to go play baseball. You're the University of Denver, downtown Denver. You can't recruit here. No, they could. I mean, Bill Tierney. kidding has, me? Pro- Bill
7: Tierney has proven he can get any lacrosse player in the country. You, that you're he kidding
4: wants. me, right? Yeah. You're kidding me. So your choice is to go play baseball at Oregon State. Lincoln or Denver,
6: where would you go? I would go to Denver, and it would be an easy decision. And, and it's I, not even close. Well, look, it, it may, they may make this decision because they decided that, you know what, lacrosse is a sport that we can jump onto, uh dominate in the western part of the United States. It's a relatively inexpensive sport to add. It's not a huge roster. It's not a huge facility you need to build. And it can get us uh, a lot of attention. And it has. DU's been in, been on national TV playing in championship games in that sport. It has grown the profile of their athletic program by adding that sport. Baseball could be that for them. If CU had a baseball team and they were 10th in the Pac-12 every year and weren't playing right now because they've been eliminated because they we're, I don't know, 11 and 18 or whatever kind of records have in baseball. It's not lifting the profile. The yeah. only thing that's going to lift the use profile is Mike McIntyre getting the rise 2.0. That's it. All right, so last question, last question. Or Tad right. Boyle actually getting out of mediocrity. That would help. We're going to leave the topic here. So, in conclusion, you're telling me
4: the reason why these state schools and DU do not have varsity men's baseball has more to do with assessment of money and priority of money than it has to do with Title IX. Please don't tell me Title IX is the very reason. Cause if so, we'll spend the next two hours talking about
6: it. Well, I think, I think the two things are intertwined. I think it's the fact that CU has to pay, CU athletics has to pay the academic side for their scholarships and Title IX makes it prohibitive to add to, they don't have a lot of women's sports either, Vic. Yeah. They don't. I know. I, I agree. They, they have a lot less women's yeah, sports in Nebraska. If,
4: if that's the case, then that Title IX has ruined it not only for the men, but for the women.
6: Well, what's ruined it for the women is the fact that they have to pay for the scholarship and the cost of going to see you has gone sure. through the roof in the last 25 years. But Title IX also then impacts the men. But the the women portion of it is because they have to actually pay for the scholarship and it's a super expensive okay. school. That's the problem.
4: In conclusion, it's about time we reassess and reevaluate Title IX.
6: That's fine. I would agree with that. But for the most me, part, of has more good than that.
4: bad. Challenge me on that. No doubt. The inclusion of Title IX was great for college sports. I will never deny that. Right now, it needs to be tweaked.
6: Yeah, and the tweak needs to be like, look, the football program, uh, every kid on
4: scholarship counts as half. Or they, they don't yeah. count or Sorry. something. Exactly right. Um, they're not equal. A, a gymnastics scholarship and a football scholarship for the quarterback and the gym, they're not equal. They're not. You may think they're equal. They're not equal. Sorry.
6: They're not. I would agree with you on that. And I think anybody who's arguing that is just being stubborn.
4: Your cross-country runner who gets a full ride and your star wide receiver who's going to be second in the NFL draft, not equal. Sorry.
6: Okay, but how about Jenny Simpson who wins national titles and goes to the Olympics and the fourth team guard? What about them? That's true. I
7: mean you look at Jenny Simpson, you look at Emma Coburn, they've done way more for C U I mean, than he, some kid who had a cup of coffee with the football team and had two career catches. The star okay, quarterback me, and let the
6: let Rando kid who runs
4: steeplechase. Let yeah, me make I'm it very you. let me make it very economically friendly for you. The fourth team guard versus the person you just mentioned who I admire and you're right. Who will pay more to go watch? Am I gonna go pay to if, 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 am I going to give revenue to the school to go watch Jenny Simpson run? Or to watch the fourth team guard sit on the sideline at a, at a football game. Where am I going to send my money?
6: My guess is you're actually not spending money for in, either. My, end
4: of, don't even. You can't argue this with me. You you know the answer to that. You're not question. paying to watch the 14th, but, fourth team. But the team point guard. is. But 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 by God, if the first three guards get hurt, he better get in the damn game. <laughs> you know the answer to that question. You know it, and you won't admit uh, it. I it's I... just life. It is what it is. Jenny it's Finson. the market economy. You pay for what you want. Let's stop playing this stupid game that they're equal. They're not. Stop it. Time for a Power 5 question of the day.
3: <laughs> what can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto
2: Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day.
4: I don't even know what it is on Power 5. What is it? All right. Hit us up, 30933,
7: on the Altitude 950 text line. We've got a pair of tickets to see Chicago and REO Speedwagon Wednesday, June 20th at the Pepsi Center. That's coming up in eight days. 30933, what is the best song to dance to at a wedding? You hear this jam come on, band fires it up, DJ fires it up, and you're just like, let's go. 30933, we'll get you tickets to Chicago and REO Speedwagon. Uh, coming up in eight days.
4: REO Speedwagon. Man, that brings back memories. Were they be considered pop rock? What is REO Speedwagon? What is that, that, that genre?
6: Well, yeah. Loverboy, are they in the same realm? It's kind of pop music from the yeah. 70s and 80s. What is your jam, Victor? When you're at a wedding, you hear it, and you're like, all right, let's do this. Oh, there are several
4: over the course of the years. But are you talking about my more modern jam, what I hear now? and what, what, Yeah, like if I hear you're at a wedding,
7: song? you're at the bar, and everyone's dancing, and then you hear song X come on, you're like, oh, boy, i got to get on the dance floor.
4: Play it, Jesse. When this Play song plays. Now. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm wobbling. I'm wobbling like a mother.
8: <laughs> <laughs> this
4: is a jam. How can you not dance to this? I mean, even the most rigid human, even Manchester, when he hears this song, is out there wobbling.
6: Are you a wobbler, Manchester? No. <laughs> so these all have to be fast songs? It can't be, ooh, open arms is on, it's time for slow dance? Oh, come on, man. We're talking about getting down, come on. bro. Talk
4: talking about jamming, bro. Get in down. We were at a graduation party over the weekend for my daughter, and Easy e was jamming hard. I, I to hear a, those
7: stories. I was at this wedding in Vale, man. When "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift came on, I had multiple people tell me they're playing this one for you. By I, the way, I'm your, almost,
4: bo- your boy Cam was the DJ, man. Chester. I'm embarrassed for you that, that "Shake It Off." A great is job, short. I heard. "Shake It Off" is, it is awesome. your dance song. That's a song that inspired you to dance. Yeah, by Taylor. You know, and you know me, I'm not a music prude by any. I like Taylor Swift, but the fact that that jam gets you on the dance floor is embarrassing for you.
7: It's embarrassing. I don't think so. I was killing the dance
4: floor. Shake it off. Over wobble. Wow! Yeah.
6: Manchester wants to do slow songs. I'm waiting for open arms to get a little slow jam in. <laughs> so you won't, you won't hit the floor at all if the wife your no, system I, I, I will. I gotta have a few cocktails in me, but no, I'll dance it up. It doesn't matter what the song is. Like, you know, I'm just gonna go out there and do a fast box step to everything. Man, I had a few cocktails at this wedding. That thing was lit. You see the fast box dip. It's pretty slick. What? Is that like the
4: pasta roble?
6: It's just my, it's my move. <laughs> He's doing the dice thing too much. I've got
4: it down. Uh, here's a few coming across the text line. Jump Around by House of Pain. That's a little too violent for me. Toxic by Britney Spears. Nah. Uh-uh.
6: I'm
4: sorry. Toxic at a wedding. That doesn't
6: seem like a no. good moment. No.
4: No. Uh, Michael says, here we go again. Vic making his opinion as news and making his opinion the only right answer. I'm just a, offering an opinion, Michael.
6: Little Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling. Oh, what a and feeling. And guess what,
4: Mike? My opinion matters. Cause it's my damn show. Sorry. Get your own show and come up with your opinions. Then we'll have opinions. You got the Vic Lombardi show. It's not the Michael show. We're back with my list after this.
15: This hour is brought to you by CDOT. Join the Cannabis Conversation. How do you feel about marijuana and driving? Is drug driving a problem? Join the Cannabis Conversation at ColoradoCannabisConvo.com. ColoradoCannabisConvo.com.
22: You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From oil changes to computerized alignments, we do it all. Did you hit a pothole recently? Come in for a free alignment check. Mention this ad and get a computerized alignment for only 6 Visit BreaksPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Breaks Plus, service you can trust at a price you can afford.
18: When America says give me a break, America comes.
13: As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans, cheering local teams, and buying from local businesses. Hey guys, it's Ryan Harris. And your boy Nate Krackman for our friends at Colorado Family
24: Owned American Financing. If you are going to borrow money for a new home, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive.
13: They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service, and fastest closings. Plus, you'll get one-on-one attention while being guided through the options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. I'd call that a win, Ryan. And there are never any upfront fees. Pick up the phone and give them a call at 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Americanfinancing.net. American Financing, the
24: official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And
20: MLS 1823. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
8: Where's
1: the best live entertainment? At Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. That's where. June 29th, it's Uncle Cracker. July 13th, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And Little River Band, August 3rd. Summer is full of fun and exciting entertainment at Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe. Get tickets and book your Santa Fe getaway at buffalothunderresort.com.
13: There I was, pushing up off of the floor, and I kept hearing a crack, crack, crack in my elbow. Shooting baskets, crack, crack, crack in my elbow. My elbow was in pain, and I needed help, and I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. and Ortho.com.
25: The U.S. Senior Open Championship returns to Colorado Springs during the Broadmoor Centennial Celebration. Don't miss your chance to see Tom Watson. Fred Couples, Davis Love III, Kenny Perry, Bernhard Langer, and John Daly as they compete for the most sought-after title in the senior game. Ticket prices start at just $20. Get yours today at 2018USSeniorOpen.com.
3: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
20: Very slow traffic on northbound I-25 at this point. Stop and go between Orchard and 225. Traffic is brought to you by Orkin. Southbound I-25 is at a crawl Broadway to Evans. We are also seeing slower traffic on I-70 westbound, Quebec through to Vasquez, and between Wadsworth and Kipling. Every home is unique. That's why Orkin relies on the latest science to get rid of pests. Visit Orkin.com today. Orkin, pest control down to a science. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. Altitude 950.
3: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
4: Our Power 5 question of the day. I wish we would have saved this for our top 10 list. Maybe we'll use it as a top 10 list later this summer. The uh, top wedding songs, the kind of song that gets you on the dance floor. Yeah, this not one's kind blown of, up, Vic. Yeah, not yeah. the song where you're you know tapping your feet at... On the edge, you're actually out on the dance floor when you hear it. Some of the ones coming in, uh, thriller. Yes. That's, that's always a song. Uh, <laughs> warm regards, Steve says, always enjoyed anything by Paul Anka at a wedding. <laughs> 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 Can you identify a Paul Anka song? No, I can't.
7: Got the cupid uh, shuffle coming in from Luis, the Macarena. Yeah, the
4: Macarena, two very good renditions. Very well done. Yes. Uptown
7: Funk is, by Bruno Mars.
4: That's Africa one. by Toto. Best song ever made. I don't know if it's necessarily a uh, a dance. Song. Oh, the Humpty Dance. Well done, Josh. Come on now. The freaking Humpty Dance. Uh Shout by Glendale Tom. The only problem with shout, it's very cliche. It just is. What everybody do you mean shout's cliche? Oh, everybody does the same thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, we've all seen Animal House. Okay,
7: I get it. Yeah, but one of the most iconic scenes in Wedding Crashers is with shout. I get it. It's,
4: again, cliche. Thank you for making my point. Because it's in Wedding Crashers, it's, it's cliche? Just, everybody
6: does it. What about the chicken dance? Did we do the chicken dance yet? Uh, bunch of. Ki- I hate it when kids get involved. Get the kids off the floor. <laughs>
5: this is what? my domain.
8: Wow. I don't want
4: the kids in the way. Dude, you know, was... the worst thing about at a wedding, when you're really getting into your, your moves, and all of a sudden a bunch of three-year-olds show up dancing next to you and you don't want to hurt
6: them, get out of the way. Get the kids off the floor. One of the best parts of any reception is the flower girl and the ring bearer having their moment out Let there Let them dancing. have
4: their dance. Okay, you want to do the chicken dance with the kids, great. But when it's time to go, get the kids away from the floor. Gosh, we go you to know,
7: different kind of weddings, Manchester. Well,
4: I don't think that stuff's fun. I think no. the
6: open bar and shake it off's fun. What is the, the current version of the Macarena? Like that was at every wedding 20 years ago. What is it now? Is there something that, like, oh, yeah. We're what gonna... was that
4: Korean guy doing that one song that was really popular oh, years ago? Oh, yeah.
6: We're all going to be co- embarrassed ten years from now that we were doing yeah. that dance?
4: What was that Korean rap? What was that guy? Wasn't it
6: Psy? Was it Psy? Yeah,
4: weird dude with the glasses. What the hell was that song? Gangnam Style. Gangnam yeah. Style. Yeah, Gangnam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's my favorite text. My favorite text of the day. This is going to win it. It's over. Power Five's over. His favorite wedding song is, this is from 4263 whatever that fbi guy was doing backflips Baffet, to <laughs> <laughs> yeah was there were there any circles
8: oh my god
4: that is so
7: good uh, no but it was a jewish wedding so we did the, the <laughs> is it the horror? where you raise one up know. in the
4: chair yeah it was great yeah, see there's a there's a classic example of fbi guy why when the music gets hard and you really want to show off your skills to get kids away from the dance floor. (laughs) Imagine if there were kids nearby doing the little chicken dance. Everybody loves the cute little kid. Oh, look at Joey. He's dancing. All right. When it's time to go, kids got to go.
7: Have we provided the update on that, by the way? Did you see the guy who got shot hired Frank Azar? Did we talk about that? Really? Yeah, he hired Frank Azar. Strong arm. The strong arm has come in in a big way. I'm telling you
6: that guy had that was the best day of his life. Yeah, getting I mean, shot in the leg by the FBI guy doing dances.
7: Well, and you got the strong arm coming in. You uh, you cashing in. That's payday.
6: I'm telling you, the FBI guy's excuse is I was undercover. I couldn't not dance. I couldn't blow my cover. Mm-hmm. He's got a great. He's got a great line. He's Got a great excuse. He said he didn't even know he
4: got shot. I did read the report. He's sitting there watching this guy do backflips. Next thing you know, he hears a firecracker go off, looks down at his leg, and it's red. Oh, I must have, got, must have gotten shot. How many pops did he have?
6: Yeah, that didn't hurt. I would think you'd just go down in a heap. Dude, I'm in bed all day with a sore throat. You know when
3: you you're had you getting shot?
6: When you're walking along and you don't... You don't see it coming, and like you run into the corner of the bed, and you're sh- with your sure. shin, mm, yeah. and you're just you're the down worst. in a heap, and you're just mm. laying on the ground, writhing mm. in pain for like five minutes. This guy got shot and didn't know it. Yeah, yeah but he hired crazy. the strong arm. He's good for the rest of his life. All right, we do this on Tuesdays and
4: Thursdays. Uh, I missed last Thursday's rendition. The list of all lists. What was your list last oh week, there? Oh
7: my was ridiculous. Uh, what was it?
6: Thursday's list was probably. The greatest list on the in the history of the show. Well, Maybe the greatest the list? His, list in the history of list. Uh It was the top ten letters oh. of the alphabet.
4: Top ten letters. What was number one? F. For what reason? Shocker. Well,
6: if you get an F on a report card, it's pretty clear that, oh, you failed. Like, it yeah. is distinct. Yeah. It, it is. It, it means a lot. Sure. If someone says, you know, F off, F you, yes. like, it, it just conveys okay. such a clear, I see clear that. message.
4: I don't disagree with you.
6: I was F, F number two. A,
4: that's a power letter.
6: Yeah,
7: he, he left E and S off the list and created a lot of drama.
6: S is overrated. Thank you. See, I needed Vic here. He yeah. he would see the way he would see the alphabet there. the way I see. We S also way, S bothers me. We also got it down to twenty two letters. There, there's four of them are totally worthless. We don't yeah, need the, X. We don't need Y. We don't need I, Z. I,
4: I'm totally The the excess of letters in the English alphabet is
6: almost irresponsible. It is. It's overkill. It's why so many of our le- words are hard to spell because like well we got to throw a g in somewhere. I don't know, make it silent, yeah. make him feel useful. It causes right. all sorts of problems. I agree. That's great. That's good to
4: hear that I missed that list. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, I, w- I wish I was there for that. We'll have to redo it someday. But today's list is far different. Today's list is uh is taking you back in time to when video games for me actually mattered. I I don't play modern day video games because it's all shoot 'em up. And I don't see the value in that, but whatever, if that's what you want to do, go ahead. Maybe it'll be a college scholarship for you someday. I guarantee CU and CU, we'll, they'll have college scholarships for gamers before college baseball again. Guaranteed. Without further ado, the list of all lists.
3: The Dick Lombardi Show presents... for well, dramatic effect. The list of all lists. Here's number 10. Top
4: 10 video games of all time, according to me. Vic Lombardi, not you, Michael. Again, if you want your list, go put it out there somewhere. Put it on your blog. This is my list. Number ten, video games of all time, Tetris. Tetris, number ten. Tell me, you guys did not get fascinated by Tetris when it came out?
7: It's a jam, man. I played that on my Game Boy for hours upon end.
6: Yeah, and I'd still play that game to this day if it, you know, hey, popped up on my phone. I'm in. I could do you know that. What? I could it, kill a re- flight with that
4: it requires some thinking it requires some clutch pressure packed thinking that's why i'm a fan of tetris give it to me next
3: here's number 9
4: an oldie but a goodie and when this first came out people may have seen what what is that what what are you guys doing why are you spending countless hours doing that why because pong is real pong one of my all-time favorite video games. When Atari came out with Pong, and that came free with the console. Do you remember that, Manchester? You mm-hmm. got your Atari, you
6: got Pong. Yep. It was, uh, you know, simple. The The beauty was its simplicity. And it had the little dial. And, man, you could really get good at that thing. You could finesse it. That was awesome. So were
7: you guys playing this in high school? Because I was playing beer pong in high school. You guys were playing
4: Pong.
6: That's I was cool. you know, More like seven. Yeah. In all honesty, do you know what Pong is? yeah you
4: take the ping pong ball and you try to shoot it in the cup of beer that's yeah,
6: what I know, know it. Yeah.
4: Jesse Trujillo do you know what pong is video game
24: yeah it's with the little white ball and the two white sticks go up and down and you gotta yeah. block it
4: well all you do I is it's it. got it's got to hit your little white stick to send it back it's just yeah. tennis essentially
6: ping pong That's all it is yeah
4: and it seems simple but Sounds my thoroughly. god it got it got unruly in our house
6: well you got to play the bounce off the yes. sides that becomes difficult it's tricky yeah it's about angles
4: Alright, next on my list of all lists.
3: Here's number eight.
4: I'm not sure why I was fascinated by this, more by the name. Qbert is a hell of a video game. Qbert. Yep.
6: Climbing H-W's, up the pyramid, working yep. his
4: way up. Whoop, whoop, HW's whoop. looking at us going, what the hell is Qbert? Can you quickly explain the concept of Qbert, Manchester?
6: Well, God, it's been Thirty-five years since I've seen Cubert. It's the guy's you're, face. You're trying to get this little guy, this mm-hmm. little creature, Cubert, up this pyramid that is a bunch of little squares that he has yeah. to go up. That's the that's what I remember about it, Vic. There's probably more to it. I'm going to get ripped on the text line, yeah. but I just remember Cubert trying to pop his way up the mountain. Yeah. Can we get it's to just, the
4: Mario Kart portion of this it's list? It's raw or? and it's pure. These are pure games. Again, they're not just shoot 'em up games. Next,
3: here's number seven.
4: You still see this at local establishments, pubs, bars. When you see this game, you know it's on. You know you're in the right place. Golden
6: tea. Mm. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of golden tea. I'm not. I think my hands got caught in that ball thing, you know, right where yeah. it goes in and you pinch it too many times. But I can s I look the popularity is difficult to argue with. Mm-hmm. is a big golden Tee
7: guy. He uh he and I went to a fine establishment and he played golden Tee for two and a half hours.
4: One of the few games that crosses generational lines. What was popular in the eighties is still popular today. Golden Tee is it, man. Tell me you don't like golden is is, is Martio there? Yeah, he's here. O's here. How how good are you at the golden Tee?
23: I've hit uh four hole in ones on the golden tea.
4: Wow. That's so, next level.
23: That is next level. I have them all on uh, on my phone on video. If you want to see proof,
4: you're taking video of you playing golden tee.
23: No, no. You can uh, when you hit the hole in one, they ask you if you uh, want the video of it, and I always say yes.
4: What? They send you a video? That's <laughs> yeah. so you,
23: do. You gotta sign up and get emails and stuff. It's uh, I get bombarded with spam from them, but I have them.
4: I had no knowledge of this.
23: I'll show okay. them to you next time.
4: Uh, we're going to take a break after uh, number uh this next one because we're going to do five at a time. Our next on our top ten list of video games.
3: Here's number six.
4: I was pretty good at this one, and I don't like to brag about my video gaming, but you give me a Galaga, and I'll take you to school. Galaga, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
6: Galaga. I remember Galaga. I have no concept of what Galaga was about. Me neither. I just know that when you <laughs> join ships... You know when you got to the double shift
4: mode you you uh, brought up another barrel yeah. of shooters? I mean, yeah. I went to work,
6: man. Yeah, it was kind of and you may get to some of these. It was kind of in that asteroid, Centipede, Galaga like it was that like golden age. But speaking of Marty's video, like don't you wish there was an option back then and right now you had on your phone a video of your greatest game of Galaga? Yeah. I mean, you'd God. watch that sucker over and over and over again.
4: That'd be fantastic. This is from texter1853. Vic listing the best video games is like my 90-year-old grandmother listing the best candy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry, I'm not with you. I'm not into blood and guts. Every video game today is about shooting one another. Go ahead. Have at it. Good old fresh game of frickin' Pong. Were there's original
6: horsehound candy, jelly beans.
4: That'd be fine. Pong is, pong's a sport. That's a sport you're playing. You're Pong going back and forth. You're playing tennis. Pong
6: was great. Yeah, I it won 18 break. games in a row in high school. It was awesome. There <laughs> were some amazing rallies in Pong. Tetris makes you think. You're thinking through Tetris. Oh boy, you have
4: a controller. You shoot a bunch of guns. Whoa, sign me up. When we come back to conclusion, our top 10 list of video games all time on the Vic Lombardi show.
6: What about the chicken dance? <laughs> Did we do the chicken dance yet? Yeah, a bunch of ki- I hate it when kids get involved. Get the kids off the floor.
8: <laughs>
4: Hey, it's a busy time of year with the end of school approaching. Baseball, soccer, track events, no time to prepare a sit-down meal. Black Eyed Pea to the rescue. Vic Lombardi for the Black Eyed Pea. Check out Chicken Fried Mondays at the Black Eyed Pea. Get a chicken fried steak meal with two delicious sides, rolls, and cornbread for just $8.99. That's a lot of dinner for just $8.99. You can also order the chicken fried pork cutlet. Same deal. A full-size cutlet, two sides, roll, and cornbread, just $8.99. Chicken Fried Monday at the Black Eyed Pea is every Monday. A made-from-scratch meal for you and the family that saves you time and money. Home cooking worth going out for at the Black Eyed Pea. Pair your meal with something from the full-service bar. Craft beer, wine, cocktails... You need more time? Order Black Eyed Pea Meals to go. Everything on the menu is good to go. Burgers, hot roast, grilled fish, and of course, the chicken fried meals. $8.99 on Mondays. It's locally owned and operated.
9: It's the Black Eyed Pea. vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties.
18: To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of FAN's Money for Deals guide. Just text your zip code to 82,000. Hey, sports fans,
4: Vic Lombardi here. You know me by now. I like to remain active. I like to do my things, ride my bike, play golf, play hoops. Well, recently, I've had trouble doing those things, and you're told, "Wow, oh, the only solution is surgery or some sort of prescription. No, that's not the case. I went to downtown Denver and visited downtown's healthcare. Founded by Dr. Gary Roddenmacher, who's with us right now. Doctor, you've had this place going since 1997
14: and it's very unique. Why? Yeah, it's unique because we, we offer uh, physical and regenerative medicine. So we basically we took the best of the best. We took chiropractic, natural healthcare, added it with medical. And what we found is we get much better results, faster results. Uh, we've been doing that for about 10 years now.
4: So for my case, it was lower back issues and every two or three months they'd come back,
14: lower back, lower back. And you can put
4: band-aids on them. You made sure that these pains go away
14: absolutely we're very thorough we do a very thorough consultation evaluation Um it's very patient specific so basically once we find out what's going on our team of providers will get together and they'll put a game plan together for someone to get not only just get them pain-free but to fix the underlying problem so that the person is more stable going forward and not having recurrences in their condition one thing i
4: noticed about your office it's like a big team format you go from one place to the next you're getting stretched you're doing the uh, uh, the massage and then you have the injections and then you're going of course to the
14: chiropractor. You get a little bit of everything, don't you? You know, we take a team approach in the office and we are very mission driven to help people get off of drugs and avoid unnecessary surgeries. And so, um, it's a mission where our intent is to get people off the meds, avoid the surgeries. And so you are seeing a lot of people, but it's a team approach.
4: You made a good point. Invest in your body, invest in yourself. You know, I want to exercise. I want to be me. And I found out the only way to be me is to make sure my body is ready to be me. Downtowns Healthcare. Downtownshealthcare dot com. There's an S in there. Downtownshealthcare dot
3: com. Check it out. The Altitude 950 traffic update.
20: A couple delays right now coming in on the Boulder Turnpike. Traffic is brought to you by Lowe's. There's a crash westbound right around Sheridan blocking the right lane and only the left lane is getting by a rollover accident. This situation you may want to avoid. It's westbound Boulder Turnpike right around Wadsworth. Now we are seeing delay as well behind a crash Hamden and Santa Fe. Stumped on what gift to get dad this Father's Day? Shop Lowe's for craftsman tool sets and more. Make this Father's Day the best one yet for the perfect gift this Father's they start with craftsmen now at home at Lowe's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
3: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show.
4: This Lombardi show Tuesday morning. Great day, great day to get out and do something. It's not supposed to. It's not supposed to heat up until tomorrow again when it hits the nineties, mid nineties. Then later this weekend, I'm told by the computer that uh, it's supposed to rain again here in Denver. Did it rain over the weekend at all? I was out of town. Any? What's the last time we had rain here?
6: Uh, boy, I don't recall even a brief moment Nothing? of rain. No, I mean it clouded up a little bit in the afternoon, you know, like it threatened to, but I didn't get any rain. It was hot. It was 95 96 degrees both days.
4: Uh we're getting a little bit of everything on the text line. Uh, we asked our Power 5 question for favorite wedding songs. Uh Candy by Cameo. That's a that's a damn good one.
8: Candy.
4: When that comes on, it's over. <laughs> I mean, come on. Don't tell me you don't get out there when you hear that.
8: This Power Please.
6: 5 just reminds me that I must just spend most of the time most of my time at the bar. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm having some cocktails. Monkey Cole Medina by Tone
4: Low. Come on, yeah. That's another one, Danny. Very well done.
7: How do you guys feel about dancing with the drink? Because I was
4: that guy and I got some crap for it. No, you can't do that. No.
7: No. I think drinking
4: one hand moves in the other. No, No, because then you think you're really too cool because you're not moving that
6: much. You know, not to jump ahead to the um, sugar fix, because I know this won't be on there anyway, but on this day, I believe it was 1989, Heavy D and the Boys came out with their album. (laughs) How about a little bit of, uh, now that we found love, can yeah. you get out and dance that? See, that's more my era. You guys yes, go to sir. different weddings than yes, I do. Yes,
4: sir. Uh, from the text line as well, Trent says, having Vic make a top 10 video game list, like,
6: uh, having a vegan come up with top 10 steaks in Denver list. <laughs> I was, I am going to do before the summer's out, the 10 best burgers in Denver.
4: Now, yeah. uh, Kevin challenged me to a game of Galaga when he said that, uh, when he heard that, I said, I'm, unbeatable in Galaga. That was the old me. I may have lost my touch in the game. And I know they, they bring these games back. Like you can get old time video games uh, retrofit into your PlayStations today. I haven't done that, but sounds cool. Let's get back to it. Our top 10 video games of all time.
3: Here's number 5.
4: Number 5 on my list. Some of you might be surprised by this. Some of you weren't around when this first was introduced to society, but it remains one of the greatest games ever played. Centipede. Come on now. Yeah. Centipede. Mm. Terrific. Uh, Terrific game. I was making games up. Centip- What's next? No. Is
7: Worm? Is Worm checking in at number four? Oh,
4: Manchester, Vic. please offer what Centipede
6: gives. B. Yeah. The Centipede would come down through all these little like bars and you have to try and shoot it and if you'd shoot it in the middle it would split it and then you had two of them you were trying to get. Like that game was a challenge. It's
4: basically a mathematical equation, HW. It forces you again to think on your feet.
6: I mean, you want to shoot the front of the centipede and get it as it goes. You know, you got to get the, the head there to get the, the whole thing dead. But, uh, God, that was a great game. Centipede was fantastic. This freaking centipede is
4: attacking your house, you got to make sure your kids are free and clear of this centipede. That's what it is. I yeah. took it serious. What I took if, it personally. You have centipede at five? What do you mean at five?
6: That's what, that's what we're on here? Or we're on four.
4: Yeah, number five on yeah. my list of centipede.
6: I can't, I, I don't know. I can't imagine there are four games better.
4: Number four, please.
6: Here's number four.
4: This, in many lists, may be number one or two, but it loses rank on my top ten simply because the key actor in this game has a very
6: punchable face. I don't like his smirk. Pac-Man. You know, when we were having this conversation... I thought you were going to leave Pac-Man off, which was going to be an enormous omission.
4: No, I would never do that.
6: Pac-Man is the, it, there was nothing like the Pac-Man craze. It is the biggest video game craze yeah. in the history it is. of it the is. country.
4: And for that reason, it's not number one on my list. The, the song you just heard, the little when you lose, I don't like that, that song they play when you lose. It's like they're rubbing it in too. Yeah. yeah.
6: Yeah, it's like trash that. talk. Why wouldn't you like trash talk? I get trash talk by a video game. The ghosts are trash talking you. They're like, meow, 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 meow. I got and, you.
4: And, and Pac-Man's face. You have to admit, he's smiling all the time. He's smirking. I mean, come on, dude. Nobody <laughs> smiles that. What about
6: Miss Pac-Man?
4: A title Nine forced
6: the revolution of Miss <laughs> Pac-Man. Oh, there's the chase, and then they get together, and then they have a little one, like the whole thing. There's a little like, it's like a, it's like a rom-,
4: like a rom-com
3: in the Mm. middle of your game.
4: Another reason why Pac-Man's fourth on my list.
3: Next. Here's number three.
4: You don't play until you get Donkey Konged.
6: Donkey Kong is number three all time. Come on now. Come on. I'm not a big Donkey Kong guy. What? What? Isn't that the one where they're trying to climb up the ladders and avoid the big Yeah, Donkey Kong,
4: Diddy Kong—it's classic. Dude, the Donkey Kong coaching tree—I mean, that's that's like the Nick Saban coaching tree today. That you know how many video games were born of Donkey Kong?
6: Donkey Kong is extremely overrated.
4: Wow, you have some fire takes on this show. That's your best.
7: And by the way, Vic, you finally got to a game at number three. I've actually played. So, if I I walked
6: into an arcade with a, a fistful of tokens. I wouldn't put one in the Donkey Kong machine. Right, that's why you fire up the Super Nintendo and you play Donkey Kong. No, we're talking arcades. We're talking you gotta go to the mall. Yeah, you're next to the games, pizza place.
4: Every game that I've mentioned, by the way, has been in an arcade. We're not sitting in your parents' basement playing with your friends, that's what I like. And- right. Yeah. These are these, games where you had to have a fistful of filthy quarters yes. or tokens. Yes, and sometimes they take your quarters, and sometimes you get mad.
7: Yeah. Well, I missed that memo on the rundown. It was the yeah. uh, top ten arcade games of all time. I thought we were doing top
6: ten video games no, of arcade. all time. These are,
4: these are games played, whether at home or on the road. I, I prefer the game to be played in an arcade shop.
6: Yes. Yes, and then sometimes it wouldn't work, and you'd have to get that guy that had like the brown shirt on, and he was like kind of disheveled, and he'd come over with his nineteen keys, and he'd open up the front of it and push like buttons, and then give you a free game. Like that's what that's part of the process. You're like nine and having to argue with management about exactly. how they stole your quarter. You, you learn can, you something. I like Consistently wish it was nineteen eighty
4: seven. No poor, yeah. no more peak than this list today. Dude, I didn't have to sit, again, in my parents' basement, wearing those ridiculous headphones, talking to my pals, going, hey, what's up, it? all night long, doing the same damn thing, shooting people up. I'm in an actual
6: place, a store. I'm having a deal with adults. And then we'd go over to the pizza place, grab a slice, maybe actually talk to a female, and then go back and play some arcade games. Yeah, I played beer pong. Did you ever get to the point, Manchester, when you were in the arcade
8: or,
4: you know, our arcade games were in a tamale shop on the corner of 44th and Tennyson, North Denver. Did you ever get to the point where you were able to get free games by a little switcheroo action? No. Did you, ever get to, you never no. got to that point, huh? Yeah, maybe after I'll teach you.
6: I went to the arcade. I'll teach you my ways. The gold mine Arcade at North Glen Mall, and it's, like, pitch dark in there. Like, it could not have been a more seedy place for a ten-year-old, like I, you would never send kids there anymore. The dark place with like either a bunch of other kids or grown men who have nothing to do with them their time. It just sure. was not
3: a good combination. Next, here's number two. This
4: one is so simple. It's such and it's applicable to life, right? The next time you're trying to cross the mousetrap, I-25, I-70, or any highway system for that matter, just relay yourself back to Frogger. I mean, you're trying to cross the street. It's not easy crossing a street. When I wanted to teach my kids how to cross a busy street, I would have them play Frogger all day. Frogger is a life lesson. you agree?
6: Yes. So every weekday, I get on I-25 northbound at Spear, and I have to get across five lanes in time for the HOV lane at 20th. That is a real-life game of Frogger, and I do it every single day.
4: It's so simple yet so profound. Frogger teaches so many things. What your place is in society. How to get from point A to point B. How to move laterally. Lateral quickness, fluid hips.
6: It's everything. You know what else it's life? Frogger also teaches you how to be daring and responsible. Taking a risk. <laughs> I do like the breakdown of Frogger. That was a great game. Have you ever played Frogger? HW yeah, on PlayStation 1. Oh. Okay,
4: yeah, again. Unless you got money on the line. See, and, and again, this is why arcades mean more. You got skin in the game, man. You just put a quarter in the machine. It means something to you. You don't have to hit the reset button on your PlayStation. You don't get another try if
6: you don't do it in record time. You got a quarter in the machine. It is on. Vic, have, do you remember when you'd have to go up and you'd put your quarter on that little lip of metal that was? You're big, next. And that yep. yeah means You're I got next. next. I mean, exactly right. That was uh that was a life lesson. I got next, bud. You're not running this game the whole there show here. There are no here. life
4: lessons with home PlayStation no. because if you fail, all you do is reset and go again. Big deal. Right. There's no skin in the game. I had to invest in my game. Time,
6: money. Exactly right. Yep, without a doubt. If I don't produce, I lose money. What do you lose? If you not If you're not paying attention when your quarter comes due,
4: you just get skipped. And now, the number one video game of all time.
3: Here's number one.
4: Just play the sound, Jesse. The sound gives it away.
3: I mean, come on. So simple.
4: I brought this up last week. What the hell is this? This isn't the game. This is some crap. This isn't the game that I know.
21: What is this? Let's stop this right now. Jesse. This is what, this is what Marty put in the folder. Marty, you (laughs) butchered my top. What the hell was that? Uh,
7: Will you tell us what the game is or are you just going to be mad?
4: I, I, I. I cannot believe that that just played after I was about to unveil my number one video game of all time. What was that? The number one game of all time is simple yet complex. It is you in the middle of a screen trying to save the world from attacking asteroids. It is simply called Asteroids. It's the greatest game ever.
6: Simple graphics, just white, straight white lines that they would kind of... You know, put together, one made the spaceship, the other ones made the Asteroids. I'm with you on that one. That is a classic. Basically, the early vis- version of Asteroids, didn't the spaceship just spin around in the middle? Yes, like, and you then move the advanced,
4: anywhere? you had some turbo, you were able to move around. Move <laughs> around the pocket. Well, it depends on what kind of quarterback you like. You want a quarterback that gets out of the pocket or one that stands and delivers? A little
6: turbo. Was that
4: really what they called it? <laughs> Whatever it is. I'm telling you, I was much better at stand in the pocket and shoot. That's so funny because
6: every game from the 70s and 80s, it didn't matter what it was, seemed to have some sort of turbo button. Everything was turbo,
4: (laughs) (laughs) and you press the hell out of it. The red button was turbo. (laughs) I cannot believe Marty gave me that soundtrack to Asteroids. Awful. That was the. I don't even know what that is. Asteroids was simple. It was just dun dun dun. It was just so. It was like a countdown plan. And as soon as the music started going, you knew the asteroids are coming, and you had to start shooting like crazy. Again, you're not shooting at one another. It's not a shoot 'em up game where you're taking out humans. There's no blood. You're saving the world from
6: rocks. Well, and how about when you would hit the big asteroid, and all it would do is create five little ones, and, and now you, had you had to shoot them
7: faster. Oh exactly. my gosh! I like eight, five, four, five. Is this the top ten games that don't exist anymore list?
6: <laughs> Classics. That's Again, what they're called. You guys go
4: keep playing your games, man. I had skin on the line. You know how many quarters I put in that damn Asteroids game at the tamale shop on 44th and Tennyson? You know how much of my childhood earnings I put in that game?
6: Man, I so wish I could go today to the gold mine, maybe swing by the Orange Julius, swing over to Foot Locker. What a corner. What a corner of the North Glen Mall.
4: Haig writes in, Asteroids is a shooter. Yes. What are we shooting, Haig? What are we shooting? (laughs) We're shooting rocks. We're not shooting humans.
6: There's a difference.
4: 0594, that's a weak list. Okay, again, come up with your own list. On your own show. This is my list. On my show. The top 10 video games of all time. Enjoy it. We've got the Vic Lombardi show. It's altitude 950. <laughs>
13: Ryan Harris. It's going to be between the Broncos and the Raiders. Possibly the Los Angeles Chargers for the AFC West, but I'm giving it to the Broncos.
24: Nate Kreckman. I can't believe you're sticking with that.
13: What I'm is telling, this take? I'm looking at right. a weak AFC West division. All right. Within, we're covering David Carr and aging Philip Rivers. Well, David Carr's carbide, no quarterback. They really aren't. Oh, what's his name? Whatever the <laughs> Carr's. You got the quarterback, Philip Rivers, who's just aging by the child out there in Los Angeles.
3: Okay. <laughs> And Harris every weekday afternoon, three to six on Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station.
10: John Owe here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals the better business bureau has given them an a rating if you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home call american financing today at 303-695-7000 this is john elway see what they can do for you before the rates go up american financing colorado's home for home loans And MLS 182334 regulated by the division of real estate
0: with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or a radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. The Colorado Media School is calling all creators actors editors beat makers music lovers if you want to be a star they want you so if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry you need to call 303-937-7070 right now start now and graduate in just eight months financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available call the colorado media school and reserve your seat call 303-937-7070
5: Hey, it's Mark Mosier to tell you about the anniversary sales event at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, your destination for the best deals in the state on over 300 Nissans. Lease a 2018 Nissan Rogue S all-wheel drive for only 178 a month for 36 months with 1999. Do 99 due at Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and see Devin Schubert or online at LHMNissan104.com.
16: Driven by you. I say to Ben JP 514471, stock number DN 1560, MSRP 27005 dollars 12,000 reliable miles per year, 1999 new and signing OAC includes $599 dealer and fee plus tax title and license software N7818. The altitude 950 traffic update.
20: An accident reported, Hamden and Santa Fe. Traffic is brought to you by Choose Fitness Centers. Traffic is at a crawl southbound I-25 between Broadway and University. And also, you're seeing a delay behind an accident. It's a rollover westbound Boulder Turnpike west of Wadsworth and Broomfield. What will three months at Choose Fitness do for you? It'll change your mind and body and leave your wallet untouched. When you join Choose by this Friday, June 15th, they'll give you the whole summer free. Hurry to Choose Fitness today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
3: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Text line is hot after that top ten list. Video
4: games, top ten video games all time. Although this person probably hit it on the head here. Uh, nine eight four nine. Not a weak list at all, but a mislabeled list. Should be the top ten arcade games. Yes. Top ten video games. Very yes. well put.
6: It is arcade games. Uh, you did miss um some. Oh, I obvious know there are many.
4: Ones. Yeah, there are some on the. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you. I mean, we'll go through this. Uh, Bill says uh, asteroids number one in any category. You're exactly right. Uh, Danny puts in. Don't forget the button on asteroids that makes you disappear and relocate on another spot on the screen. Do you remember that
6: button? I do. I do. Yeah. Now you 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 eliminated like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat because yeah. they were violent.
4: Um uh, and- no, that wasn't not, not necessarily violence. It it just it it was too like Street Fighter. It was just
6: stupid to me. It, and, it, it it didn't look real enough. And we can get to Marty here, but my favorite I think this might have been my favorite. Came out in 1986. Yeah. And you would drive a red Lamborghini through LA. OutRun. God, that was a great game.
4: One that I missed, and somebody on the text line brought it up. And and, and the reason I did not include this is because I think it became much more uh, popular once the Atari system came out. It wasn't as popular as an arcade game. Pole Position.
10: Yeah.
6: Pole Position was great.
4: I honestly thought I had the world record for Pole Position.
6: Whole position was, was pretty pure darn good. It's just, your
4: instinct. It's how quickly you could tap the joystick and yep. the red button.
6: Yep. No, I, I, I saw that as I was scrolling through some options here and it brought back some memories, but I, the, even the picture here is from Atari. It was big on it, on the original Atari 2600. Did
7: you guys ever play like Madden 08 on PS2? I have no idea what
6: you're talking yeah. about. 8323 says, can we
4: get honorable mention for Joust? Maybe Man. Tiger
7: Woods PGA Toro 1? See, Joust was a
4: pure game.
7: One of the games. original
4: sports known to man. You just jump on the back of a horse with a large stick and just beat the crap out of somebody.
6: How about 1982?
4: Oh, yeah. Dig Dug. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's Dug. stupid. <laughs> just the name alone is punchable. No. Dig,
5: Dig
13: Dug no.
6: was so good. No. Punchable oh, yeah. name. Nope. Uh, let's see. There, there was one other one on here that was like, I know I didn't play. How about Tempest? I never played that. It was like this is for space nerds.
4: Yeah, exactly. Like the the reason why I didn't go Space Invaders. Nobody's
6: invading us. Shut up. (laughs) But you went asteroids. Asteroids, meteors can fall to Earth. We've seen them. That's true. It wasn't. There weren't aliens involved. When's
4: the last time we've been invaded by
6: aliens? Yeah, that's a good point.
4: Enough with your UFO things. I mean, if you want to go and handle that in your own time, your imagination. There was. I'm worried about real. There was asteroids uh, may
6: invade. NBA Jam was pretty good. That was a sports game. My favorite sports game though was John Elway quarterback. And it had that thin little joystick that you would have to flick to get him to throw yeah. the ball. That was a good one. Dude, so um next week on Let's Talk
4: Sports, um, there's an there's a a feature we're running. Uh Elway's longtime marketing manager, the guy who handles all of his stuff, you know, over the years, all of his uh public speaking engagements all of the stuff that he endorses, this man, we, we featured him. And he, back in the day, introduced Elway to a toy that hit the market that was so vastly popular here in Denver. Uh, do you remember the football with the little tail on it
6: that you could throw as far as you possibly? Oh, yeah. Vortex, the oh, vortex, yeah. vortex,
4: do you remember that? Yep. Elway was behind it.
6: In the commercial, he throws <laughs> it out of yes. the stadium?
4: Yes, yes. Wait till you see this feature. The, the age-old vortex and how it hit the country by storm. It was like huge.
6: I uh I can't wait for that. That'll be yeah, fantastic that's next week.
4: All right, let's uh let's bring in Marty O, please. A little sugar.
3: sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix.
8: Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar head high. Sugar high.
3: Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woohoo!
19: Sugar slam. Shake that.
23: So Marty. Hello, fellas. Vic, glad to have you back.
4: Did you? Were you responsible for finding that asteroids music?
23: Yeah, I, it what was, did you
4: look under? Porn?
23: <laughs> yes, yes, I did. <laughs> Sorry, I got confused by your asteroid text, so sent me to a different link. My bad.
4: That was pathetic. It was embarrassing.
23: It was, it was the Atari for the show. It was the Atari version, not the arcade version. Okay. So, yeah, my bad. All right, uh, let's get started here. This guy shares two middle names with uh, our pal Will George H. W. Bush. Turned to ninety four today. He's uh, Herbert Walker. Will, what are you again?
7: Uh, Harold Wythe. You want my
6: social
23: next Herald or what? Harold Wythe, Yes, yeah, social and credit card numbers. First. Okay.
6: Got He's uh, 94 today, huh? 94. Correct. That's amazing. Happy birthday to
23: George yeah, H. W. Bush. Happy
6: birthday. Exactly right. All
23: right. this day in 1970, Doc Ellis throws his famed no hitter while on acid. You guys, uh, yeah. you guys, heard of this? I'm assuming. Uh,
6: yeah. he was a he was a Pirates pitcher, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's just l- crazy. That to me is is beyond even. Um, who's the big fat guy? David Wells throwing one with a hangover. I mean, throwing it while on acid is nuts. Hey, real quick, going back to um, J. George H. W. Bush. If you want to watch a really good documentary,
8: mm-hmm.
6: it was an HBO doc called Forty One, and it's about George H. W. Bush. And I don't care what political party oh. you're from. If you watch it, you will you will sit there and go. Man, I miss the day when there was a little decorum in politics.
4: You'll come away so impressed by his life.
6: Yes. Everything
4: he did in his life.
6: Watch it. It yeah. is uh, it uh is two hours well spent.
4: Totally agree. Again, the misnomer is that everything was handed to him. Far from it. If you watch it and see how he made it for himself, yep. how he refused to take a handout from anybody early in life, go back and watch that. You'll have a new assessment.
23: Alright, day in 1997, after 126 years of Major League play, the first Interleague game in history is played. You guys know who the first matchup was in Interleague history.
6: Uh, White Sox Cubs. No. Yankees what?
23: Mets. No, it was not iconic. It was Giants against the Rangers in That's Texas.
6: Stupid. I hate Pretty Interleague stupid. play. I hate it. Why is that? Uh, because it, it just, it, it, it watered things down. The All-Star game used to be better. The World Series used to be better. It, it we don't get enough interleague play for it to really matter like well, i get to see him, like, one it. or two games
4: it cross pollinates the whole dh issue and yeah. it bothers me where you plays when you dh i mean the, the whole I, you've heard me go off on the dh i think it's
6: stupid they should just let it go and everybody play the same game but whatever i mean it who,
4: it, it, it rankles me
6: who do we get in town this year like the rangers and the mariners whoop de doo that's great. I mean, it's fun once every eight years or whatever when the Yankees roll into town. But yeah, it's
4: always fun when the Yankees roll into town, and ninety-seven percent of cores is Yankee-dom.
6: Yeah, yeah, I, the whole thing yeah, just bothers fun. me. Not a fan of interleague play at all. Could do without it.
23: All right, that was fun. Okay, two thousand two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 2002 American Idol premieres. James ever said you uh, kind of resemble Simon Cowell? I can't uh, can't help but not see Simon Cowell I mean, when I look at you now. I must start wearing really
6: tight white V-neck t-shirts. Yes, mm-hmm. wear that plunging V-neck. <laughs> well, when I,
4: that guy gets dressed, as you look in the mirror and say, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go deep with this V."
6: This won't surprise you, but I really like Simon Cowell. I do. I, I mean, he's a great businessman. Mm-hmm. I love that he's honest on that show. And you know what? He hasn't. He has a good heart. He's nice to the people that deserve to have someone be nice to him. He's well, great. And he,
7: he's discovered some big names over the years. I mean, you look at the bands that are on Simon's list and the singers,
6: and the it's pretty yeah. impressive.
4: What, what's his background? What gives him the right to be this judge of talent?
6: I think he was a record producer. Like that's what he used to do, and then he started these shows in the UK, and then brought him to America.
23: He's tough but fair, right?
6: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That, the, tough but fair is what everybody needs in a parent, in a boss, and in a musical uh, singing uh, competition. Well, and he uh, embarrasses
7: people on national TV consistently, yeah. but my... Retort to that would be you signed up to go on national TV. Right. So
6: if Simon's going to
7: embarrass you, that's that's a you problem. That's not a Simon problem. Yeah.
4: Uh Back to the interleague question. Somebody on the text line just mentioned that the Astros are in town. So you wonder who's coming to town. Only the defending World Series champions.
23: Yeah. Okay, great. That'll be fun to see the world champs. What do you think?
6: I, I do believe that made it into my more you know in June, actually. That's coming up here in a couple of weeks. All right, and that's it for me, fellas. Uh Marty, it was short, it was abbreviated. What did you uh leave on the uh cutting room okay,
23: floor? Okay, so in 1989, Dwight Myers, better known as Heavy D and his boys, churn out this 4 minute and 26 second hit. Fair let's enough. let's play out with this.
4: Churn out. It wasn't a churn. This is beauty. This is poetry. Let this breathe. As we go to break, Heavy D and the Boys. This was music, ladies and gentlemen. Little Heavy D with a stack of quarters playing Asteroids.
6: Now I'm then dancing. They-
4: Yes, sir. And the rich kid shows up with a five dollar bill that his mom just handed him and you're like, Dude,
6: share he, some of that. He puts it in the token machine and it sounds like a Las Vegas slot.
4: Yes. Gosh. Everybody had that friend. Oh, your yeah. mom would hand oh, him yeah. that nice big wad of cash.
6: Remember when you would have to try and get the dollar bill to actually go in the token machine and you kept yeah. having to get it try and get it flat? And that that was a challenge in life as opposed to like, oh I gotta plug it in and turn it off and ask the butler where he put my games.
4: Jeff Legwald coming up at nine thirty. His thoughts on mini camp. Be careful. <laughs> Mandatory Broncos mini camp that starts today at nine thirty. You got the Vic Lombardi show.
3: 950, Denver's All Sports Station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids.
23: Coming up Wednesday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on the Chicago Fire. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. KKSE, Parker,
3: Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950. Now back to Vic Lombardi. Anybody
4: hey, uh, care to identify the maker of this song? Uh, the
6: the one and only Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. Who uh, I saw a little something on Twitter. Yes, sir. Over the weekend,
4: we're at my daughter's high school graduation in Los Angeles at the CBS lot. She goes to a small boarding school. She's going to be going to college next year and it's a graduating class of like 10. Okay. So not a lot. 10? Of
7: yeah. It's a small boarding school. I graduated school. with
4: 110.
7: I thought that was small.
4: Yeah. Again, when, when I define it as a small boarding school, that's usually the, the number that comes with anyway. Uh, in attendance at the graduation as we're sitting there, my younger brother, I was very proud of him at the time because he's only like 34. He goes, Hey, that's Bobby Brown over there. And my other brother and I, we look at each other and go, no, no, that's not freaking... Why would Bobby Brown be here? It's not Bobby. It just looks like him. So we do our due diligence. We do a little research. We find out that one of the graduates shares a name with somebody that Bobby Brown is now dating. And there it is. Bobby freaking Brown. The one and only. Of course, I take a photo with the man, sit there and talk to him.
6: Bobby Brown... Is kind of the definition of a has-been. Yeah. I mean, he's I, a has-been.
7: I can't say I know a ton about Bobby
6: Brown. I mean, he, the, the album we were just playing with the, the Don't Be Cruel album that had Every Little Step had, uh, Rony had Rock With ya. I mean, just a great, great album, but that was it. That was all he did as a solo artist. Uh, but man, that was a, uh, that was a legendary so, five or six songs on that album. What were your conversations with Bobby like, Vic?
4: Well, I I didn't want to jump on him too quickly, on too aggressively. I just said, hey, I love love your music, Bobby. Love it. And as soon as they started playing songs on the dance floor, Bobby's eyes lit up, and he still had the moves. Now he doesn't have the body to make those moves, but you could tell he still has them deep inside.
6: Wait a minute, he danced
4: just a little bit. I... Like, he didn't he didn't do his you know every little step I take dance.
6: Right, right. He wasn't wearing like parachute pants.
4: No, he wasn't doing that. Okay, dude. Back in the Bobby Brown days, was there anybody? I mean, that Bobby was
6: it, right? Oh yeah. New edition. Oh yeah. That first, that that Don't Be Cruel album. Oh, man, my that was the pinnacle. Who would you like him to? Would he be that, the modern
8: version of? All
6: right, we keep yeah. losing. We keep losing Victor. Yeah, that's a good question. The modern version of who? Who was? I think he's gonna say Can like
24: there? Bruno Mars or one of those mm. guys maybe.
8: Maybe.
6: Michael Jackson? Maybe. Uh, Bruno Mars is bigger and better than Bobby Brown was. Yeah. Yeah. How many Super Bowls Bobby Brown had? Well, it was was different back then. They'd have up with people do the Super Bowl. That's not a fair comparison. But had they done the Super Bowl back then like they do it now, I would venture to guess Bobby Brown would have made the cut. I would guess. But I still think Bruno Mars is bigger.
4: He's done two Super Bowls, both of them the Broncos played you couldn't even name other members of New Edition. That's how good Bobby Brown was.
6: I can name every member of New Edition. Can you really? Yeah. Go ahead. Alright, so you have Michael Bivens, uh, you <laughs> they went on to Bell Biv DeVoe? Ricky Bell, Ronnie DeVoe, Ralph Tresvent, Bobby Brown. When Bobby Brown left, he was replaced by Johnny Gill. Was, was Ralph Tresvent the guy with the big nose? And he had the, well, They I guess they all had the flat top. He had the flat top. Ralph Tresvent had a nice, uh Solo album as well. The three guys who ended up going solo: Bobby Brown, Ralph Tresvent, Johnny Gill. The three guys who couldn't sing formed their own band called Bel Biv DeVoe. Exactly. Motown Philly. So that's how it worked. Motown Philly was boys to men.
4: Oh yeah, you're right. I always get those two confused. Yeah, my bad.
6: Yeah. Bel Biv DeVoe.
4: My bad entirely. Uh Coming up at 9:30, Jeff Legwalt will join us talking Broncos. Guys, I uh I sent you an article that was written by MMQB Monday Morning Quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where they predicted the outcomes of every NFL team in the league and what their final records would be in this 2018 season. And MMQB actually went more Manchester than Manchester himself. They predicted a Broncos record of 4 and 12 reaction.
6: Uh, I think that's a little overly pessimistic. I, I don't think they're going to be um, I don't think they're going to be that bad. I mean, four and twelve is a disaster. Four and twelve, you're drafting potentially first. I mean, you're you could be on the clock at four and twelve.
4: How do you get worse than a year ago? Uh, suffice it to say, if four and twelve is indeed the number, Vance Joseph doesn't see the end of the season. No,
6: no, but you know what? I, I think it, they're looking at it realistically, right? Like I think they're overly pessimistic. But last year, and I know you guys hate when I say this, but I was the only local guy who picked him sub 500. There were a lot of national people who, who did, because people locally, we all buy into the stories, right? We buy into, oh, Trevor's going to be fine, Vance Joseph's the leader of men, CEO type. If you're looking at this from, I don't know, your perch in Shreveport, you're, you're going, what has changed? And everybody here is like, well, they added Bradley Chubb. Yeah, and they lost Akeem Talib. Who are they replacing Akeem Talib with? Jermaine Brock, let, Bradley but let, Roby, but let's be real. I mean, as bad as they
4: were last year, and they were bad. Offense was just—it I mean, was unwatchable at times. There's no way the offense is that bad this year. It's just not possible. It's—it's it's not possible, James. I just do not see this team going backwards. I mean, they may be the same as last year and lose a couple games you should win. I mean, they could easily go six and ten, seven and nine. I get that, but four and twelve is an outright disaster.
6: Yeah, and it's getting worse than last year. And you would think Vance Joseph would be better. You would think in year two. I mean, again, he and I'm not trying to pick on the guy. I'm not trying to be mean. But it looked like even in week 17, he still couldn't figure out how to get his headset to work at Sports Authority. No, he did authority not manage a
8: manager
7: clock. They he lost blew that Chiefs game and he got him the number five pick. He got him Bradley Chubb because he was so bad that
6: day. But here's what we forget: they lost eight games by double digits, four games by 20 points or more. That's a, that's enormous in the NFL. That's almost impossible. That's worse. The Browns didn't lose that many games by 20 points or by double digits. That is so bad. And How's tur- he still the head coach? They've turned over half the coaching staff, and that's supposed to be the solution. They brought in Case Keenum, a guy who is on his third team in five years and has never been the starter in the NFL going into the season. That's the cure all. That's what they're going to do. They, they, they. Look, and I'm not a C.J. Anderson guy. At all. I think he's Sammy Winder 2.0, but he's the, he was their best running back last year. They got rid of him. It's gonna, we're gonna rely on Devontae Booker and D'Angelo Henderson because he had one nice screen pass in week 17. We're just gonna blame that on Eric Studisville. It's just, John Elway has repeatedly had bad draft after bad draft and he scapegoated guy after guy after guy after guy for it. He fired John Fox because of it. Remember? Can't, can't Mm -hmm. develop young talent. He and Gary Kubiak came to blows over it, and now he ran a bunch of good assistant coaches out during the offseason because they couldn't develop young guys, and they couldn't get his guys on the field. At some point, John, it ain't the coaches, it's you. Full
4: Manchester at 9-11 on this Tuesday morning. Jeff Legwald will weigh in as the Broncos kick off minicamp, mandatory minicamp today today. At Dove Valley. When we come back, we'll span the globe, other sports stories around why LeBron James says he's going to try and play basketball for as long as he possibly can. And his motivation, his inspiration, wait till you hear this. You got the Vic Lombardi show right here, Altitude 950.
15: This hour is brought to you by CDOT. Join the Cannabis Conversation. How do you feel about marijuana and driving? Is drug driving a problem? Join the Cannabis Conversation at ColoradoCannabisConvo.com. ColoradoCannabisConvo.com.
1: Think of all the fantastic things Dad has done for you. Time to repay dad with the gift of relaxation at 5 Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Dad's day only at 5 Wellbeing is June 16th and includes a deep tissue sports massage and other services, all discounted 20%. Dad'll like that. He did teach you the value of money. The day also includes a craft beer tasting. Visit 5Wellbeing.com to book dad's day only at 5 Wellbeing Studio and Spa.
3: Listen to what Chris said about
16: Andro 400.
3: Andro 400.com.
22: You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From routine scheduled maintenance, computerized alignments, to shocks and struts, we do it all. Get your vehicle road trip ready. Mention this ad for $20 off brake pads or shoes. Plus, we offer a free shuttle to work or home. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Service you can trust at a price you can afford.
8: America comes
9: to Brakes Plus. Rooms vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system and next week I'm holding a free two hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties.
18: To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of FAN's Money for Deals guide. Just text your zip code to 82,000.
13: Great coaches are leaders who fight for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now might be the time for you to make a change, one that will improve your financial future forever. Hey, it's Ryan Harris and Nate crackman for our friends at American
24: Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family owned and here's what you're going to get from them competitive interest rates one-on-one guidance customized loan programs it's coaching that is specific to your needs resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate shorten your term or even save you up to a thousand dollars a month
13: and it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals including paying off high interest debt I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get started and close in as fast as 10 days call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan.
24: The number 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or go online AmericanFinancing.net. An MLS
20: 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
24: It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at bplplasma.com.
3: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
14: Goldie hammers it to left center, and that's going to reach the wall. Here comes Walker, On that right behind, Goldie headed for third, and he's got a two-run triple. Oh, my goodness, Paul Goldschmidt.
4: My goodness, did Goldie have himself a series here in Denver. And the guy looked like you could miss. How big did the baseball look to Paul Goldschmidt at Coors Field over the weekend? Rockies are back at it tonight after a day of rest. They're in Philly for three. Where are they after Philly? Come back uh, is, are the Mets on this trip? I think the Mets are on the trip. Then they're back home against the Rangers. Oh, they, good. Didn't, didn't they, they already play? go to New
7: York, though? They already
6: played at the Mets. Well, hang. On, I think Rangers.
7: they go to Texas. It's Philly and Texas. We're
6: going to Texas? How, how about we just pull out the Denver Post yeah. here yeah, instead right. of just guessing. Philly they're three at, straight. You're right, then, then, at they're, Texas. then they're back here for the Mets. That's yeah. why the Mets were in my mind. Exactly right. The Mets are
4: back home starting Monday. At this point, you want them to be away from home. When's the last time you thought that? Best thing for this team. Is that they're on the road all week. Six in a row on the
6: road. They've got, uh, John Gray on the hill tonight. Oh good. They got the ace on the, on the bump. I mean, how
4: sad is that? That mindset. The best thing for the Colorado Rockies at this very moment on June the 12th is that they've got six in a row
6: on the road. Yeah. You're excited that they're going on the road. That tells you it is. Then they've got, I mean, the pitchers that they've got up there during this, uh, to start off the road trip or that's what you want right it's gray it's Tyler Anderson it's Marquez and it's Betts go get go get three or three or four of those that's what you got to do they got to get back on track and do it quickly
4: you know i i i look at the phillies and i i still consider the phillies of a year ago until i look at the standings and the phillies have a better record than the rockies the
6: phillies are 33 and 30 they're 3 games above didn't they start off dreadful Wasn't Gabe, isn't Gabe Kapler their manager? He was, he was going to get canned because he didn't know how to switch pitchers or something. Wasn't that how this season started?
4: All I know is this, they're three games above and they've lost seven of their last ten. So they've been doing something right.
6: Now they're ahead of the Rockies in the standings. Meanwhile, the Rangers
4: are the bad team. Rangers are 27-41. and They're not good. So this is an opportunity for the Rockies on the road, six in a row on the road, to somehow keep pace. Hold their head above water. They're now three and a half out of first. They've dropped a fourth place in the National League West. It was only ten days ago that the Rockies were in first place and looking pretty good.
6: They're, they're toast. They're toast. They're three and a half back. There's three teams ahead of them. They didn't bury the Giants and the Dodgers when they had a the chance to. They didn't take advantage of that two week stretch where the Diamondbacks literally could not win a game. They didn't take advantage and get some room. They, sh- they needed to have a seven or eight game lead. At that point, Dave Roberts and and Corey Seeger would have been really chirping at each other and that thing unravels and teams, uh, you know, other teams in the division decide, well, maybe this just isn't our year and they start, you know, putting guys on the trading block and doing things they maybe wouldn't do. They let teams hang around. If you let a good team hang around, they're eventually going to catch you. And that's what the Rockies did in April and May. They let a good team hang around, and they're toast. They're done.
4: Will
3: let's span the globe. There's a lot going on in the
21: sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible.
8: Let's span the globe.
7: All right, guys, we'll start in uh, the world of politics, but there is a sports tie. Dennis Rodman went to the summit between Donald Trump and Kim Kim Jong-un. He openly wept on television in a live interview from Singapore on Tuesday, and he basically said he wants to visit the White House. Quote, I'm so happy. What do you think about Rodman in his next career in this world?
4: I I don't need Dennis Rodman in politics. He was a mess as an athlete. I Why? Why? What's
6: going on again? Watch the documentary Forty One, and and again, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, and just go. These are the people and the kinds of people who used to represent us and who used to make decisions and who used to be in charge of the most powerful country in the history of the world. And I, mean, I know Dennis Rodman's not in charge, but is it a grand leap to think he's next? I mean, who this is, is ridiculous. Pee Wee Herman going to send somewhere to? Oh my gosh. To- The celebrity of it is just, it's, this isn't a reality show. This isn't MTV. What are we doing? Okay. Uh, Did you guys see the viral
7: video yesterday that caught everyone's attention? A high school pitcher struck out his friend to advance in the state playoffs instead of celebrating with his teammates he goes and hugs his yeah. friend they were on uh ESPN this morning that video is going viral if you haven't
6: seen it
4: You know how anti field day I am but I thought that gesture was tremendous yeah. I I openly got emotional watching it to be honest with you
6: Yeah and you know what Vic there was nothing field day about it he he tried to strike his buddy out I mean sure, he, and he did He brought the heat and he got the out and he won for his team and there was nothing field day about it to be a gracious winner um especially when you know the person who mm-hmm. unfortunately had to be on the other side of it so i thought it was a uh, a very very classy gesture it reminded me of that video it's been a few years ago um and it was a women's softball game and the 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 lady hit the walk off home run and she blew out her knee rounding first mm. and her teammates couldn't come help her cuz she would have been out so the opposing team carried her around and had her touch all the bases and get her to home plate so she could score the winning run. You were trying to win. You got beat. You can tip your cap and say, hey – Good game, and, you know, sorry it had to go that way for you. I thought it was as classy a thing as we've seen in sports in a long, long time.
4: Totally agree with you. You can party with your boys and celebrate the championship, but in the meantime, you know, you got a friend there. Console your friend and then get to the party. No big
6: deal. There's room for both. Room for both.
4: All right, guys, the Indians
7: put together a anti-Aaron Judge all-star ad. It was a poorly put-together video of Judge stealing candy from a kid, then Michael Brantley giving candy to kids. Uh basically they've removed the ad because it was in poor taste and it was poorly done. Are you cool with teams sort of um, poking good fun at rival guys when they're trying to get elected
4: to all-star games? That's stupid. Why don't you just prop your own guy? Why do you have to bring down others? That's
6: dumb. Yeah, I would uh, tend to agree. You know what I don't like, though? I don't like take it down and apologize, guy. Like, own it. You did it. I just, it's, I don't know, it's like the weak apologies we always get from people when they get in trouble and they come read read their statement. I do
4: appreciate snarky social media though. Did you
6: see the Sacramento Kings social media, their Twitter account, their exchange with the Golden State Warriors after the championship? I saw it going on, I didn't follow the entire thing.
4: It was awesome. It was great. I mean, come on, nobody cares about the Sacramento Kings, right? They're just sort of lost out there somewhere. Nobody, you almost forget about Sacramento. But they made a name for themselves via Twitter after the championship. It was awesome. Go back and read it.
6: I like when a uh a Twitter account for a team has a personality. I like it. The Rockies do a very good job, especially when they choose not to post their menu when they get swept. Well, and then they call you menu police. That's yeah. They called you. You're welcome.
7: Uh We'll bounce over to the NBA where Warriors GM Bob Myers says he'll pay Kevin Durant whatever he wants trying to sign him to a max extension. Durant says he only wants to play five more years in the NBA. Vic, you also had some LeBron news you wanted to share with us.
4: Yeah, LeBron says that he wants to play basketball. All right, he's 33 now. For as long as it takes for him to play in the NBA at the same time of his eldest son, who is going to be 14 years old soon. And his son, Bronny, is considered one of the best in his age group in the country. If you've seen some video of this kid play, he can ball. Now, He's not LeBron James at that age, but he's pretty darn good. So you do the math. If Bronny needs, what, six more years of seasoning, six more years to get to the league, five? LeBron James can hang around that long. That's fathomable for LeBron and Bronny to be in the league at the same time. Has that ever happened?
6: I well, can't Ken
7: Griffey Jr. and Sr. in baseball,
4: right? But in basketball, it, I, it's never...
6: I've, no. I don't think it's ever happened in basketball. I mean, it, it, we've seen it in baseball, which I would guess is the easiest sport. We've it's seen happened it in, in hockey. hockey. Gordy
4: Howe and like half of his family's played. Yeah. They played I think together. his
6: great great grandson played on his team. What about um, football? No, no way, no way. You, that that the the length of the career would yeah. just be would make it difficult. Same thing with basketball. I, I mean, you look at LeBron now and you'd say, yeah, that's possible. But look at the rest of that draft class. How quickly Dwayne Wade and Carmelo yeah. Anthony went off a You're cliff. Right. Chris Bosch. And Chris, yeah, Chris He's Bosch, young. I mean, it was a lot of it was out of his control health-wise, but Dwayne Wade all of a sudden just had no legs, had no lift. Carmelo, I don't know what happened to Carmelo. That may be all mental and attitude more than anything else, but, um, LeBron takes tremendous care of himself. He doesn't seem physically really any different other than maybe the hairline than when he came into the league, but at some point, as HW likes to say, Father Time will remain undefeated
7: all right guys we'll close with this uh have you heard of levi tilleman he's a colorado politician running for something reason he's in the news he sprays himself in the face with pepper spray in a new campaign ad
8: for for what
7: get your attention yeah so we talk about levi tilleman on the radio
4: i mean like a commercial yeah like it's gonna be
7: on tv so. I had this
4: conversation with a couple officers at this function I was doing and I said, you know, I've never been tased and I know some people want to get tased just to see what it feels like. And they said, Tasing's one thing, but when you get sprayed, it's far worse because it can last up to a week when you're in the shower or whatever. All that residue gets in your eyes. They say the spray is much worse than, worse than the tase.
6: So Levi's approach is, uh, hey, vote for Johnny Knoxville. Apparently, Jackass. Yeah. That's what
7: we're doing here. Yeah. Sprays himself in the face with pepper spray will go
6: past. Again, have I mentioned that maybe, um, watch this documentary called 41 and it'll remind you of the kind of people that used to represent us in government. Now we have Levi spraying himself in the face with pepper spray.
9: <laughs> Every
4: era has had its Levi.
6: I know, I know, but it's just like, it's like a shock jock radio guy running for office.
4: Yeah. Every era is, has been there. Gone are the days of Theodore Roosevelt. I mean, Read that. Read that book I told you about Carnegie. He quotes Roosevelt a lot. Just read the book. You will come away a different human being.
6: In like, fact, that
4: book was written for you, Manchester.
6: I got a lot of reading assignments for me. I'm gonna have a busy summer. This six-week vacation I'm taking starting Friday is gonna be great. Sounds like six weeks. It'll be
4: awesome. Are we done, HW? We're done. Very good. Up next, Jeff Legwall, ESPN.com's our very own Broncos insider. On what the Broncos have in store this week, it is mandatory minicamp kicking off today. Altitude 950.
3: Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. This week's staycation is the Greeley Stampede.
2: We're less than 30 days to the 2018 Greeley Stampede and the Superstars Concert Series. June 22nd through July 2nd. For more info, visit the staycation page at altitude950.com.
20: Join Altitude 950 on July 4th for the Colorado Rapids 23rd Annual Fourth Best Celebration presented by Budweiser at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. The Rapids will take on the Seattle Sounders and then stay and enjoy the fireworks after the game. Get
8: more info
3: now at altitude 950.com it's that busy time of year
4: with the end of school approaching baseball soccer track events no time to prepare a sit-down meal black eyed p to the rescue Vic Lombardi for the Black Eyed Pea. Stop in for great meals to go. They have grilled fish, burgers, pot roast, chicken fried steak. Order a combo with two of your favorites on the plate. Save time during this busy time of year. Get home cooking to go. It's locally owned and operated. It's the Black Eyed Pea.
25: The U.S. Senior Open Championship returns to Colorado Springs during the Broadmoor Centennial Celebration. Don't miss your chance to see Tom Watson. Fred Couples, Davis Love III, Kenny Perry, Bernhard Langer, and John Daly as they compete for the most sought-after title in the senior game. All kids 17 and under are admitted free when accompanied by a ticketed adult. Get your tickets today at 2018USSeniorOpen.com.
19: Welcome to consumer car buying. I'm your instructor, Alan Roach, for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Here's a fact: every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, the rebates, and from there it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And so begins the sales circus. You've seen it: balloons and costumes, super low come-on payments that require super fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, let alone honest. Know this, class: there is a better way. The The Johnson family goal is simple, to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time. And make your experience a great one. That's it. And that's why you'll love these guys just like I do. During the Jeep Celebration event, get a great deal on over a 1,000 vehicles. 350 new Rams, 200 new Jeeps. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com.
0: Just over here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry, and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. The Colorado Media School is calling all creators actors editors beat makers music lovers if you want to be a star they want you so if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry you need to call 303-937-7070 right now start now and graduate in just eight months financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available call the colorado media school and reserve your seat call 303-937-7070
15: This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at ChampionsofthePeople.com.
11: Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your Legal Minute. We're here to teach you and educate you. You're injured in a car crash. You're off to the emergency room or maybe urgent care. How in the world is the insurance company for the at-fault party later going to use the emergency room records against you. They can't do that, can they? Sure they can. They try every time. You go to the emergency room. Maybe they do an x-ray of your neck. They say it's not remarkable. It's normal. They do an MRI of your low back. They say it's not remarkable. It's normal. The insurance company says your MRI and your x-rays were normal. What's your problem? Why are you still symptomatic? Your x-rays and films and radiographic studies were normal. What is your problem? You need a legal game plan. You need to understand what to do. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you.
15: For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit (coughs) championsofthepeople.com. The altitude 950 hotline
21: is
3: now open. (coughs) Call 303-753-0950 to join the show.
21: You know, come time training camp and stuff like that is really
6: when you know, you see when guys either get it or don't. And so, um, OTAs is great. It's no knock on OTAs. I mean, you can definitely tell when a guy is a player or not in OTAs, but training camps, the, the real deal.
7: Welcome back. Vic Lombardi show, Altitude 950. James Marilat, Will Peterson with you here. We'll go to the hotline now. Welcome in our guy from ESPN, Jeff Legwald. You heard Justin Simmons there talking about OTAs. Well, we move into the next phase today, which is mandatory Minicamp, leggy, mandatory is the key word here. Are you expecting full attendance today at Dove Valley? There was some drama on that uh, last week.
8: Yeah, I
11: think they'll. Uh, they're, they're expected to have everybody. They've, they haven't had that since Von Miller got his deal a couple years ago. They haven't had really anybody of note uh, skip these. So I think they're. I think they're ready to roll. I mean, this is the only time you can find a player for. You know, that's the the reason people hear the word mandatory for these it's usually the last week or the second to last week of a team's off-season program
6: Jeff this is the first time anybody will really get to see uh, any kind of extended look at the 2018 Broncos on the field I heard you on yesterday and you're talking about how you know throwing against air doesn't really count I think you were on with uh Kreckman and Harris saying that and I'm I'm 100 percent with you but there are some things to be gleaned from watching these uh watching these 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 practices what's uh what's top your list what's the number one thing you want to you want to look for and watch uh when you're out
21: there the next couple three days
11: you know james i like to see how they group the players you know I, I like to see the rotations they use because uh this week is kind of the week they're you can see what they're thinking about because they'd like to go into training camp with a with some semblance of a of a depth chart so other than the injured guys who you take out of the equation, I, I just like to see who they group, you know, in certain situations as, as they go through first down, second down, third down, all that. So you can kind of tell what they're thinking is, you know, this time of year if you pay, pay a little bit of attention. And, uh, and I like to see just who has a comfort level with what they're doing. You, you can now start to see who's, who's paying attention and who's, Who's adapted to what they're telling them what to do, especially on offense, because they are, they are tweaking some things and, and messing with some things, especially in, uh, third down and, and no huddle type stuff. They're, I think they've made some significant changes. So, uh, we'll, we'll see if we get to, to see any of that. Now, sometimes they keep, uh, some things under the, under the cover, as it were, like they, they know we're in there for these three days, so they won't, they won't use some of, of what they're going to use when the regular season starts.
6: In terms of those groupings, there's really three positions that kind of jump out at me. Uh, obviously running back with CJ gone. Say what you will about CJ. He was their number one guy last year. So that's a big change. At receiver, it's, Hey, are these rookies really going to emerge and, and be ready to be, you know, the number three and the number four guy? And then it's, it's cornerback, right? It's, you, you don't have a Talib to lead back there anymore. So who's going to kind of fill that role as the third Corner, um, those are the three I'm looking at. How, how do you, do you have any kind of guesses how those are going to shake out or what you, what we'll see out there?
11: Well, you know, James, I'd toss offensive line in there too again, you know, for what seems like the, you know, 35th year in a row maybe, but I, you know, I, uh,
8: I think running back, I honestly
11: believe, and wide receiver, I think the rookies are going to push to, to be at the front of the line or close to it. I, I think Freeman will make a push to be the guy if he can continue what I've seen so far. Now, you know, it's hard for those guys to show everything in these kind of practices. But if, if Freeman transfers what he's done now to preseason games, uh, I think it's, it's going to be hard not to, at minimum, split carries with Devontae Booker and because of his size and speed, which, you know, he, he's he's the biggest back the Broncos have, and he's also one of the fastest. So uh, that's a tough combination if he can show what he's he's done so far in these workouts, if he carries that into the full contact stuff. And wide receiver, I have no doubt. I think Sutton and Hamilton are going to play a lot, and I think it's going to end up putting either Henderson or McKenzie on the bubble at some point. Uh, as we move through this so I think this rookie class is really going to be worth watching here this week and in training camp I, I think it's going to be something for people to take a look at and I think you're right we you know everybody wants to see is Roby going to be up to the challenge uh, of replacing ake to because he's he's played at a very high level in brief spots and even you know uh, Chris Harris jr. told me a couple weeks ago he said the thing for him is, you you got to bring that consistency from going from six hundred plays or five hundred plays to nine hundred or a thousand plays. That's the difference.
6: Yeah, and not only Bradley Roby, but then it becomes the question of well, who's going to replace Bradley Roby's role? Who's going to be the third corner? And you know, is it is it Tremaine Brock? Is it Brendan Langley making that that step up? I, I mean, that's a big void, especially in. 2018, you know, professional football where most teams are, you know, in, in passing formations offensively most of the time. That's the other one where you sit there and go, man, we don't know who's going to fill that role. We have no idea.
11: Right. You know, I, I think they'll be, uh, I think they'll be a little bit of trouble if Brock isn't up to that challenge. Now they think he is, you know, and he has played very well at times in his career, but I'm, I'm not sure even when he started games, uh, he will be asked to be in, in man coverage as much as he will be here. So, uh, I think that's, that's a guy that's also going to be, you know, worth watching in the preseason and in camp because that has to work. Like the team's tight ends, you know, Jake Butt has to be up to the challenge. You know, Tremaine Brock has to be up to the challenge because they, you can only do so much in the off season with your free agency and your draft picks. And, you know, those two guys in particular uh, have to be what the Broncos hope they can be, or they're going to be a little thin at, at both of those spots. ESPN's
7: Jeff Legwald, our guest here on the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. All right, Leggy, Beth Boland back in the news. She's uh, talking to your colleague Nikki Javala again, going on record again. The Broncos not responding this time. Anything to watch this week on that front, or is it wait-and-see mode as it comes to uh, the Broncos' ownership and the trust and the Boland family and how that all plays out?
11: Yeah, I'm not sure that's going to happen anytime soon. Well, I mean that's the the league is comfortable with the trust, and you know again I think people need to remember the trust has all the power. That the, all of the kids and even Pat Boland's brothers can can criticize. They can go public. They can hire PR firms. They can do anything they want, and they have they have no power in this decision. The trust has all of the power, and that's the way Pat Boland wanted it, and. Again, uh, the kids and, and the other relatives can can criticize that publicly, and they can be upset with it, but it is a fact of life.
6: Hey, Jeff, I'm trying to figure out what is the dumbest storyline of minicamp, and I have a nominee. I want to see what you think.
11: <laughs> okay, yeah. I probably wrote it.
6: Uh, no, not well, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm not looking at something <laughs> that you wrote. I'm looking at something somebody else wrote. But I, I think this is the dumbest storyline because we saw this uh, come to fruition last year during training camp. Of punt return auditions, right? So uh, yeah. Isaiah McKenzie was named the starting punt returner by Brock Olivo, like what day two of camp last year? <laughs> I to felt me, like
11: it was February when they said it, right?
6: Yeah. Like until you're in a game and it's live action, yeah. and the other team is trying to come down and take your head off while you're catching a ball. Who what? What are you auditioning for? It's not even the it's not even the same activity. It, it to me to to have that be something you're evaluating in minicamp. Is the dumbest storyline of the week at Dove Valley.
11: Yeah, I would put it right there with pass against air. I mean if right. the judge machine's mm-hmm. on the if the judgment machine's on the field, it's not an evaluation or an audition. It's practice. So I think you're exactly right. Until you see a punter and coverage and people can tackle each other, uh, then it's just practice. The auditions come in, in
8: August.
7: Leggy, we know your official prediction will come down the road, but the MMQB made some waves because they have the Broncos going four and twelve in an article that came out yesterday. Listen, we criticize the Broncos a lot uh, because we care. Four and twelve doesn't that seem awfully low? Can can you think of a scenario where they're any worse than they were last year? Because I'm having trouble coming up with it.
11: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, injuries can always you know cut a swath through your plans. But if Von Miller's healthy the season and Case Keenum's anything close to to what he did last year, uh, you know, I, I think that's a hard, I think that's a hard, hard look at it. I'm not sure they could be worse than last year. I mean, during that eight-game losing streak, uh, that looked an awful lot like 2010 at times, and I'm not sure. I know in my time on the beat, I've not seen a worse locker room or a worse team than 2010, so. Uh, four and twelve would be tough for me to 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 believe. Looking at at what they have on the field right now.
7: What is the realistic leash for Vance Joseph if if they get off to a bad start in September? That schedule with the the Seahawks and the Raiders early. Uh, will John Elway be tempted to make a change if they come out of the gate slow?
8: Yeah,
11: well, I think the, always the consideration is okay. What's your plan once you do that? I mean, is there somebody on staff you you like as a as a head coaching candidate that that can? Keep everything in order until you get to the end of the season. You know, is it, it, are you really going to be helped by, uh, you know, jettison a guy before the year's over? But you know, I, the the pressure is on Vance. There's no question, and even Vance would say that right now. He knows that. I mean, it, it's you know, it's the grown-up table. You know, you, you win or you're out. So uh, they they need a good start on all fronts because from a from a confidence standpoint. In advance and in the locker room and everything, that stuff starts to wear on you uh, once you've had a losing season. You know they haven't had back-to-back losing seasons, you know, very often here, and that's not something people are familiar with. So when those things start to crumble, uh, you know, it, it sort of feeds on itself and it, and it becomes a bigger problem. So I, I think a, I think a good start. Is very important for all involved. Now, would they make that big a move early in the year? You know, I don't know. But again, because what, what's your plan after that? You know, you're going to name Bill Musgrave or, or Joe Woods the interim uh, head coach. You, you know, you're going to go with a special teams coordinator in his first season with the team. I just don't know that there's anything beyond that uh, to do during the season. So I, I think they'd like to see the whole body of work and and I know they hope they don't have to even think about it.
7: Mandatory minicamp starts today. Jeff, it's mandatory for all of us as well. We'll see you down there. Thanks so much for your time.
11: All right. Thanks, fellas. Take yeah. care. There he goes. ESPN's Jeff
7: Legwald here on the Vic Bardy Show.
6: So uh, what is Jeff going to do for six weeks after minicamp's over? It's got to be his break too, right? He's probably going to come hang in studio with us. I mean, because that is a grind covering the team. It is week after week after week after week, basically from... August one, maybe a little before, until you hope February seventh or whenever the Super Bowl does. Then you got the parade, and then you got the draft. It just never ends. Like this is the only six weeks there really is a break in covering the NFL. If you're a Broncos
7: beat writer this year, though, do you want them to way overachieve and win the AFC West, or do you want them to be a dumpster fire?
6: Either one, just not eight and eight. Yes, not, not Trevor Simeon. Yes, yeah. You you can't have them be mediocre because then it's like you're in no man's land. If they're a disaster, there's going to be news. Storyline's galore. The 4 and 12 season with Josh McDaniels, it was, it was, think about that. It was Spygate 2. It was him getting fired. It was Studisville taking over. Are they going to play Tebow? Tebow getting some action in the last couple games. Like, that was as interesting of a 4 and 12 season as you can imagine. Um, you just don't want to be 8 and 8. Think about how boring, well, last year actually had some drama given the fact that they had so many blowouts, but 9 and 7, 7 and 9. The year after the Super Bowl was boring. It was exactly. rain indeed. Exactly.
7: All right, James Merrill, Will Peterson, Vic Lombardi, Altitude 950. Up next, Scott and Julia will join us at 10. But coming up next, Mario will tell us what we messed up on Altitude 950.
12: Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging.
1: Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden.
0: I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811.
12: The service is free and easy. Within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station.
5: to tell you about the anniversary sales event at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, your destination for the best deals in the state on over 300 Nissans. Lease a 2018 Nissan Rogue S all-wheel drive for only 178 a month for 36 months with $19.99 due at signing. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and see Devin Schubert or online at LHMNissan104.com, driven by you.
16: Last VIN, GP, 4, stock number DN1560 miles year 1999 tax license on your effort rates may apply
9: Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties.
18: To get two free tickets to Fans workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of FAN's Money for Deals guide. Just text your zip code to 82,000.
22: You know Breaks Plus are the break experts. Come experience the plus. From oil changes, clutch repair, to timing belts, we do it all. Get your vehicle road trip ready. Mention this ad and get an oil change starting at $26.99. Plus, we offer a free brake inspection. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Family owned and operated for over 27 years.
18: When America says give me a break. America comes
4: to Breaks Hey, sports fans. Vic Lombardi here. You know, I like to bike. I like to play basketball, golf. Well, I got issues with my back. I visited a place in downtown Denver called Downtown's Healthcare and I've never felt better. Joining us now is Dr. Gary Rademacher, who founded Downtown's Healthcare. It's different. It's unique. Why?
14: It's unique because we have a team approach. So We have medical providers, we have chiropractors, we have rehab specialists, we have massage therapists basically underneath one roof where we provide physical and regenerative medicine. So the goal is to help people get off of medications and avoid unnecessary surgeries. Yeah, and that's the thing. I've had haven't had to lean on my
4: Advil anymore. I just go in there and make sure that I'm properly adjusted. I get a Massage. I get whatever I need to make the problem go away. That's my favorite aspect. So I go into the office last week, and here's one thing that I get every time: th- stretching. Professional stretch. They're stretching me.
14: Man, it's so good for you. Yeah, definitely. We have people on staff that will go through what we call like a PNF stretching, yeah. where it's, it's it's resistive type stretching, where you'll you'll get more of a stretch working with someone than on, with by yourself. Yeah. So basically, so it's more effective.
4: Will this make me faster and a
14: better basketball player? That's what I want to know. If you can move better. <laughs> Does insurance cover this? Insurance covers a lot of it. Some of it it doesn't. But we've never turned anyone away who actually wants and/or needs the care. If someone's willing to work with us, we work with them. You made a good
4: point. You know, we worry so much about paying for other things in our
14: life. Why don't we, Why don't we invest in our bodies? You know, I think that you know we're, we, we we we're raised with this uh immortality type like mindset and we don't start thinking about it until we start having the aches and pains when we get into our 40s and 50s mm-hmm. and then at that time sometimes it's a little late and so we we got to catch up a little bit and so if we really want our golden years to be golden we need to take care of ourselves
4: downtownshealthcare.com that's downtowns with an s you go to the website you get a you get a lay of the land don't you yes a little bit of everything if you want to get fixed up trust me i've been there i know what
3: you're feeling Downtown's healthcare is the place to go. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
4: What they're wearing now in Major League Baseball.
24: Why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home?
4: Answer me! Suck my white ball! <laughs> Okay, perhaps the philosophy the Rockies shall employ as they take their show back on the road. They sure in the heck are better on the road this year than they are at home. I don't understand why. Uh This is a team that, again, is still, although Manchester says the season is over, technically speaking, they're still in it. They still have a chance. And a team to have a chance, being 11-19 and 19 at home, is amazing to me. If you had told me, that the Colorado Rockies in mid-June held an 11 and 19 record at Coors Field. I'd say they're at least 10 games under 500.
6: Uh, okay. I would agree with you, but just because they've managed to keep their head semi above water with smoke and mirrors doesn't mean they're not toast. Uh, they are. I know there's nearly a hundred games left and that's mm-hmm. an eternity, but what is it that's going to save them? They're yeah. bats. They're starting pitching, their bullpen, no, no, and no. What's going to save them? Uh,
4: Again, reasonably speaking, yes, they look like they're toast. Mathematically speaking, they're not. They're they're very much in it. They're very much in it, like every other team in the National League West at this point. It's a free-for-all. But if you dig deeper, I can't discount anything you say. You're exactly right. But if I told you... (laughs) <laughs> that uh, on in mid June, the Colorado Rockies are 11 and 19 at home. You tell me how many games under?
6: Yeah, I would guess they were 22 and 38 yeah. overall.
4: You'd never suspect where they are yeah. right now, and the fact that they have six on the road, I'm looking forward to it. Five o'clock start from Philly tonight. Great, have a chance to win this game. What does Bradish need to do
7: with the bullpen, though, Vic? I mean, I don't know the, the Brian Shaw thing is done. The yeah. error he had against the Diamondbacks on, what was that, Saturday? It yeah. was, was just inexcusable. I mean, it, where is the phantom injury for Brian Shaw? Like, At, at what point can we make sure that Brian Shaw is no longer on the mound costing you games? I'm over that guy more than I am Greg Holland or Houston Street. I, I'm almost sympathetic to, and
4: I know you, you guys will That's probably argue. That's field this. day, bro. I'm sympathetic to Bud Black. Oh, I thought you were going to say to Brian Shaw. No, no, no. Bud Black who has to trot him out there.
6: How many options does he have? Yeah, I think Bud Black and Jeff
7: Bridges need to figure out how to get Brian Shaw on the DL or trade him for a bucket of new but, baseballs. Uh,
6: okay, but fine. And you know what we got to see this weekend? They brought Vasto. up Jerry Vasto. Wow. I mean, it, it, that's really easy to say. Like, oh, we need to fan, phantom injury, put him on the DL. Well, who's next? Yeah. Jerry Vasto? Yeah. I mean, Jerry Vasto sounds like a bad character from some bad uh, episode of The Sopranos. Oh, well, where is he? Oh, he's down seeing Jerry Vasto in Atlantic City. Who's the other What's guy? Pounders,
4: like? Brooks Pounders. Yeah. They're a great baseball name. Pounders. Hey, what about what about the notion of taking some starters who perhaps have not performed at starters like levels and using them? It, it, John Gray. Okay, if you don't come to play tonight, you're going to the pen immediately.
6: Uh, I think at this point you have to try anything. You really do. Like it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Uh, It wouldn't upset me if they went with, you know what, instead of using our bullpen at the end of the game, we're going to use them at the beginning of the game. Uh, you got to be extreme. you got to try new things. Because the the season is slipping away. It is. It is. And I I believe it's already slipped away. I believe they had an opportunity in May to take um, control of this division, and they blew it, and they're toast. That's what I believe. But you have to try something drastic, just continuing to trot out the same guys in the same situations and expecting there to be a different result that – Eventually they're just going to figure it out. To me, it's just insanity.
4: I'm telling you right now though, six on the road at Philly at the Rangers would not surprise me one bit if the Rockies won five of these six and we're seeing their, oh wow, they're back in it. Okay. We got something going.
6: It'll shock me if they go better than three and three. Really?
8: Yeah. I not th- me.
6: I think that I think the weekend against Arizona was the proverbial nail in the coffin.
4: Uh, from the text line. The Rockies are a coddled team by both their manager and by upper management, giving a veteran's chance to start every day and the unwillingness due to their salaries to sit them and too worried to send individuals down to get their focus back. It's
7: fact or fiction. It's 958. Should we move over to Marty?
4: But is that last stat, is that last statement fact or
6: fiction? It's semi, it's semi true. They do coddle these guys. They do. Marty
4: O, tell us what we did wrong.
3: He monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry, that's not right. In today's Fact Checker.
2: Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service, a full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com.
23: All right, we'll start with Vic today. Vic, you were talking about helmet protection in baseball. Then you started rattling off some of the uh, Rockies that wear it. And uh, did you guys know that the Rockies have a uh, Super Bowl MVP playing first base? Did you know that? Let's no. Let's listen to Vic tell, talk about it.
4: What they're wearing now in Major League Baseball to protect their faces from getting hit by 95-mile-an-hour fastballs.
8: Mm-hmm. Carlos
4: Gonzalez wears one. Chris Iannetta, Desmond Howard. <laughs> <laughs>
6: i missed that
8: (laughs) super
4: bowl
6: 31 mvp desmond
8: Howard.
4: it was only a matter of time you know certain names elicit certain memories the name desmond what's the first thing you think of when you say desmond
23: desmond howard exactly you're right
4: that's just the way it is sorry all
23: right next at some point in this show you all mentioned you'll be out next week um let's hear each of you back out of the shows next week okay
4: do people care what I'm doing on my vacation next week? The yeah. other
6: thing, did you just sneak in and, and, and drop in the You're on vacation again next week? I am as well, so have fun, Manchester. I will I will be done Thursday. I will come back July twenty eighth. So it's gonna yeah. be
23: the Marty and Jesse show yeah. <laughs> all next week, I guess.
6: You and Desmond Howard.
23: Yeah. Us and Desmond Howard. Alright, and last we have uh one to add to the Manchester Rolodex here. Let's uh let's hear that.
6: It's just a bunch of gobbledygook. <laughs>
23: We got a we
6: got a new one. Gobbly gook is good to go. What did you replace? Uh, gobbly gook. I don't know. What was the context? What were we talking about? You were talking about Trevor Simeon. It's just yeah. It's it's Balderdash. It's Poppycock. It's gook. Good.
23: The other ones are getting a little stale. So I'm glad you got a new one. Gobblygook. Go- I try to keep it fresh on the Vic Lombardi show. All right, and that's all.
6: Thanks,
4: Marty O. Oh, before we say goodbye, our fired up finale, please. We're gonna be
3: is the Fired Up Finale. Here's
4: what's got us fired up
3: today.
6: My guess is you're actually not spending money for it, either.
4: On, end of story. Don't even, you can't argue this with me. You, you know the answer to that You're not question. paying to watch the 14th but, 14th guard. But the point is, but, but by God, if the first three guards get hurt, he better get in the damn game. <laughs> you know the answer to that question. You know it, and you won't admit uh, it. It's just I, life. It is what it is. Jenny it's Simpson. the market economy. You pay for what you want. Let's stop playing this stupid game that they're equal. They're not. Stop it.
6: Vic, I don't want to jinx it, but you are yeah. 40% of the way to an immaculate week uh, following my <laughs> immaculate week.
23: <laughs> Those are so rare these days. Yeah. Huh? And you so won you... yesterday
6: from your car. I did? Yeah, you won it yesterday on the way to the doctor.
23: What did
4: I riff? I don't remember. Uh, you
6: were ripping Kevin Durant. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Durant, woe is me.
6: Yeah. I play
4: amongst great players, so it doesn't make me look as great.
6: Yeah. It's tough to be a great player on a great team. Yeah. I feel
4: so sorry for you, Kevin. It's such a hard life. (laughs) I mean, you're surrounded by greatness, so we can't verify your greatness because you got so much greatness around you. Come on. That'll do it for the show up next. Julian Scott talking to Bradley Chubb live from Broncos mandatory minicamp. See you tomorrow
3: altitude 950 rewind uh, how about the length of the contract how big of a negotiation point do you think that'll be
23: whatever he wants
8: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you don't negotiate
23: <laughs> is
6: your desire to get it as yeah,
4: long I mean,
9: as I've possible i it for 10 years look what he did for us last year i mean he did us a great service so he's earned the right to sign whatever deal he wants i just want him to sign a deal I want him to be happy and want him to know that we want him as long as he wants to be here he's earned that Altitude 950,
3: Denver's All Sports Station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids.
23: Coming up Wednesday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on the